0: Hi and welcome to this week's 3 Legs 4 Wheels F1 Podcast. It's Paul here with... Dan. Chris. Lee. Where do we start on the Russian Grand Prix then? Probably at the beginning. Yes. It was, um, yeah,
1: interesting for a lot of reasons. It was a better Russian Grand Prix than we used to.
2: We've had terrible Grand Prix in Russia, mm. let's be honest. R- races that have been... Uh, France-like. Yeah, yeah. I was, And I, I've got to be honest, I think I was kind of expecting the same again... Or something along the levels of like the German Grand Prix this mm. year. We got something that was kind of in the middle. We got an okay race. We got a we got, I thought it was all right. Pretty yeah, like, interesting. Compared to recent races, it was pretty dull. Mm, but, but it's but interesting from start to finish.
0: Dan, you're eighteen minutes early. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hand gestures don't work on podcasts, Dan. But I think I'm sure the listeners gets. can imagine. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um we we got something sort of in the middle didn't we it wasn't an amazing race it was eventful and it was inter- i thought it was interesting right the, from from the word go literally from the word go right until the end of uh, of the race and then the fallout that happened afterwards even was 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 quite interesting
1: joe you know what it it backs up what um we said in the, the last race or i said and palmer had said uh, scrap the rule of making people do their race on the tires they qualify in in q2 yeah because you get different tire compounds on the top cars and you have different strategies and you have a race on your hands yeah um we'll talk we'll to obviously we'll talk about later on but i th- i think uh safety car or no i think mercedes won that race because of the tires they were on i think so too they did have
0: won it anyway I also think that. But will, should we start at the back and work forward? Um, yeah, I think we should. And for the first time, it's a double DNF for Williams.
2: Following their first DNF
0: in yeah, Singapore,
2: yeah. a double DNF. Break in problems
3: Russia. for George Russell and. Um, Kibitza
2: was a bit tired.
3: No, I don't well, know
0: what the official answer was. This. The official answer was um, the problems that Russell had because when, when George Russell's brakes went, yeah. they. Uh, what was it the front right just well, they, went pop they don't even
1: could, know if it's brakes do they some, something something it was a break out of the wheel did, it was a did, brake failure but, but they don't you know what caused the, it uh did you see the um interview with russell like in, in the pit afterwards and he was saying all of a sudden he was coming down the thing he said and the whole car bottomed out he said i he said, i don't know if the front wing fell off and went under the under the uh under the car or not, but it's 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 more than just a brake failure. It sounds like it was a suspension failure as well.
3: All
0: right. But they um, the pulky bits are out. The official reason they gave at the time was to save components for uh, Kubitzer. Yeah. Right. And mm. then they said later on that there was a worry that he might have had the same problem mm. that Russell did.
1: Well, he said in the pen in his his pen interview. He was, he was asked like what had happened. He said I've no idea. Uh, they just told me to come in. The car felt fine, um,
0: but that was before he'd had the debrief. Oh with yeah, the tear, no, it, was, so, it
1: was before that. but yeah. no, he, he actually turned around. Said, he said, "Oh, he said I, I I don't want to say anything because I don't know yet."
2: Which is fair enough. Yeah, yeah. but sad to see a double DNF for Williams. They were for the most part of the weekend kind of on the pace, like you know, but at the back, but yeah, not
1: no as good as Singapore. Yeah,
0: but. Like, they were around, yeah, in and early. around, yeah. yeah. I mean, just bad as Monza. Yeah, Russell looked for fairly pacey during uh, during practice and weren't they weren't propping up the timesheets sheets all the time.
1: Well, again, wasn't it in qualifying where they kind of fucked Russell because it looked for a split second like he might have been able to scrape himself out of Q one uh, for
0: the, uh, towards the end, but they put him put him on track around too yeah. much traffic.
3: Mm-hmm. What I did notice, and we've not seen this from Williams for ages, is they pitted Kibitza for, tire- for hard tires on the second lap. Yeah, rolling the dice on a strategy that might just pay off for them.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's,
2: it's, it's good, good to, to see, see them taking yeah. a chance and being a bit brave. So mm-hmm. they not pitting the following lap and putting back on mediums? Yeah, they yes. did. Yeah. yeah.
3: So obviously, it didn't work out. But
0: no. no. I think that was that was just because they had the opportunity and. Uh, and they should have why left, not? Should have left is- you out
2: on hard tires because they knew the hard tire could do the whole race, and in the cases of where the safety car and we okay we got a VSC and a safety car yeah
0: what one of each was it I think we had what, one of each one it pretty much straight after because there was the um,
2: yeah because as soon as the safety car finished oh no, as soon as the virtual safety car finished there was a full safety car yeah. wasn't there because the Russell car,
1: the safety car didn't finish because Russell crashed under the virtual safety car. So this, the just the as track, it was ending, the, 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 track the, the safety were, car came out because that's why Russell was still going slowly.
2: Well, no, he the, yeah. had green flags in front of him. You could see the green yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the green boxes were going, so it was racing again. As soon as he got up to racing speed, his first braking yeah, failed But had they had Williams um, put Kubica on the hard tyres and not stopped him again and just told him to go and do the whole of the race through a VSC and a safety car, he might have got a second point. He may well have done. It probably would have done but yeah. No, because of course the whole field would have bunched up behind him as well and they would have been really close to him. But But it's it good to see them doing something brave and tactical. Worth yeah. a roll of the dice. It just they rolled the dice twice and got it yeah. wrong. <laughs> First roll could have worked.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, not not one to forget because they've now started doing things right. Yeah.
2: Japan will be a fun one for them, won't it? But it's 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 purely aero arrow. Arrow and chassis. Power is is important, but yeah,
0: it's not going to be idealist. Yeah, I would expect them to struggle there. Yeah, but we'll look at we'll look at that next week. We yeah. will. Yeah. Um, all right, Alpha next. Um, not a great day for either driver, really. Weekend to forget for Kimi Raikkonen. Yeah. Jump start. Yeah.
2: Jump started, um, and then was given a penalty after. After the false start, did the reset. Too late, the lights had gone out, everyone had gone past him. Um, and Giovinazzi was then caught up in the Grosjean-Ricardo incident at Turn 4. Um, not his fault, not
0: Ricardo's fault,
2: not Grosjean's fault. Just a pure, case that, Pure racing incident, yeah, and there were yeah. three
0: cars... There was three cars all at the same speed going for a bit of track weight you can get one and a half at best. A
2: bit, a bit like Singapore in uh, in twenty seventeen where the Ferraris pinched Max. Not really anyone's fault, just the way it happened. Unless
0: you ask Ferrari. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, just the way it happened. So, and Giovanazzi did finish the race surprisingly, but ended up
0: last of the
2: runners, in fifteenth.
0: And um, Kimi, after his penalty, he was he was never he was never there. No, um, the, the, I can't remember what they tried with Kimi. I think they tried the whole race on mediums, didn't they? Yeah. Then he realised that wasn't going to work,
2: and they had to stop him again.
0: Yeah, just just basically an all, an all round bad, yeah, bad Sunday. Yeah. Um, Toro Rosso again, both cars finishing outside the points. Given that Kvyat
2: started on the very very mm. back of the of the grid. Yeah. Only Albon started behind him in the in, in the, the pit, pit lane.
4: Um
0: finished ahead of Gasly as well. Giving up finished 12th. I mean he had a he had a nightmare weekend. I think it was three um three internal combustion engines mm. he used during the course of the weekend. Yeah. And if it if it can go wrong with his car it is doing at the moment. Yeah. Which is unfortunate because when he's actually when he's actually driving it, he's good, he's better than he's ever been, yeah, I think yeah he is yeah.
2: this is the best I think we've seen Danny kivyat um probably since he was picking up podiums in a red Bull um yeah, I'd, he's, s-
1: I'd yeah. say he's better than when he was in the in the red Bull picking up podiums because he'd pick up podiums and then look a bit scruffy of the races wouldn't he? I see what you mean he's yeah more consistent
2: there's there. a little bit of consistency there he's uh, he's racing quite well most of the time, yeah um which is rare for, for Danny Um mm. Pierre Gasly on the other hand looked like he was doing something early doors and then just faded away
1: I, I, yeah he had almost the, uh, the opposite race, race to Albon because I thought Gasly was looking really good for a second
2: Gasly was looking great on Saturday as yeah, well
1: Yeah, yeah, even in the race there was one point where he looked really racy and then after Albon got past him he just seemed to pff, disappear like all the pace went
0: yeah, I don't know. Don't know what was going on there. I mean, were they were they trying to sort of hold him back a bit just to protect the engine because the the Hondas that Toro Rosso have got at the moment just seem a little I don't know fragile, sensitive, exploding. I mean, they're leaky. Gonna
1: be, they're they're going to be test beds, aren't they, for the big team? But uh, they had a
2: good race, though the Toro Rosso's. Yeah, if you remember Kvyat and Gasly? I think Kvyat pushed Gasly wide, mm. but I mean that's perfectly within. I was where surprised. there's a run, where there's a runoff, it's perfectly within the...
1: I was surprised by that race because um, I realised Gasly's fighting for his future and wants to get himself back in Red Bull. I would have thought Red Bull would have been on the phone to the Toro Rosso and say, like, look, obviously Albon's going to be quicker than you in the full fat team, let him past. Well,
3: obviously that sort of thing is against the rules. So
1: why?
2: Well, they had to let Gasly... Because they're not the same team, yeah. they're not allowed to. You're not, you're not allowed to collude with other teams.
1: Oh, I didn't. Oh, yeah, I, didn't, I hadn't even so, thought about that.
3: So I'm sure there is. But Toros Rosas rarely hold Red Bulls. No, up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like the Ferrari. Unless cars, you
4: cars used to, to let seat. the Ferraris through.
1: Yeah, but. well, I'm, I'm pretty sure that nine times out of ten, an Alpha's not going to fight too hard. With no, well, look either.
2: at look at Giovinazzi in Singapore. Yeah. Oh, it was a little bit tough for the uh, for the Mercedes to get through. When Leclerc turned up,
1: straight through blind spot. Yeah, he was. G Leclerc G- Claire, Claire just happened to be in his blind spot.
3: <laughs> so I'm, um, I'm sure there's no phone calls, but there might be a bit of um, semaphore.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. How close are their garages? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, we're saying we're saying about Gasly not not performing. Um, I don't. Th- I don't think I,
2: he's not performing. I just think he
3: had a, a bad race. I think he's driving better in the Toro Rosso than he was in the Red Bull. I
0: yeah, but just, just
2: not in Russia. Mm.
0: Yeah, he, he seems to be handling the pressure a lot better now because there's a hell of a lot less of it.
1: I don't know if there is less pressure, to be fair. because I, I think
0: it's a different kind of pressure.
1: Yeah, because when you think about being in Red Bull, yeah, the pressure is staying in Red Bull and not getting sent down to Toro Rosso. Yeah. Unfortunately, when you're in Toro Rosso, the pressure then is staying in Formula One.
3: No, I would imagine that with um, Verstappen next yeah. to you in the garage, oh no, it's I, it's a whole different type of oh, pressure.
1: I'm sure, I'm sure it is a different type of pressure. But that's what I'm just saying that like the it's not like the pressure's off him all of a sudden.
0: No, I mean you know there's, there's always going to be pressure involved with being in either of those garages with but, having Daniel
1: m- confirmed. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. if, the, if a ward or someone like that, Red Bull have got an eye on to put to put in a car next year. Uh, you're in trouble yeah. and, uh, I don't I don't believe that Red Bull I, they haven't done it before have they they haven't demoted somebody and then brought them back back up not yet I think it would have to take a crazy situation oh I don't know I think it has happened but in the early days wasn't it Christian Bull, yeah. Christian, clean. Christian yeah. clean yeah, yeah. Was it, but wasn't it clean in the Jaguar before he ended up in the Red Bull is that it
0: no, it was because um, he did drive
1: for Jaguar, didn't he?
0: Yeah, but he yeah. had Red, he had Red Bull backing. Yeah,
1: no, but what but, I mean, yeah. well, was it but, was it not that and then no, I th- no, I think he, somewhere then I think he bounced Red
0: between Bull. Red Bull, Toro Rosso, and then back to Red Bull for a couple of races. Right, okay, um, I think it was we looked we looked at this a few shows. We back did, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think think, it, I'll tell I'll tell you I'll tell you why you don't remember this one too. Well. Was there. the one that you weren't there? Was it
1: shown on? Yeah, uh, yeah, um, but that I don't. I think there's far too many young drivers around now. That I mean, I don't even just mean young drivers in the Red Bull program, but just like other young drivers.
0: I mean, well, tellingly, um, Franz Tost was at the podium ceremony for the F3 on Sunday when uh, Yuri Vips won, mm. not Helmut Marko.
1: Right. Okay. Wow. Mm. That's interesting. Uh, I think it's a bit of a shame that uh, Nick Fries has won the F2 and he's going to Formula E
2: yeah I do a little bit but I think marketing well, I do have that in the news but um, marketing wise he's he's made a genius move there because he's just launched his uh, as well as Stoffel Van Dorn, uh just both launched their uh, individual merchandise ranges um, for the Mercedes for, Formula E team for next year mm. um, Which we with don't...
0: them of course being both former McLaren drivers the, their joint range of clubs is called "Fuck 'em Over <laughs> Just thought of that one. I like that; it's good.
2: <laughs> so yeah, um, should we. we I've not got it written down in the news. But you were telling me yesterday, Paul, there's a potential name change for Toro Rosso on the cards for 21. Uh, no, for 20. They've for already,
0: 2020. Yeah, apparently, they've already put the application in. They want to change, or uh, Dietrich Mateschitz wants to change the Toro Rosso name to Alpha Torre
4: Oh, I heard something about Which
0: this. is Dietrich Mateschitz's. <laughs> Red Bull-inspired clothing line. So it's promoting another of his companies, and everything's got a bull on it somewhere. So an alpha versus
2: an alpha could become... But it will
0: be ALPHA, yeah. that kind of alpha. even still. It's, it's like yeah. Alpha Centauri without the Sen. It
1: seems a bit of Lotus Lotus situation again, though, doesn't it? A
3: little
2: bit. Yeah, yeah I mean, the, um, Not quite as ridiculous as that. It's,
1: but... not, it's not quite as ridiculous, but I mean, it, you say, oh, it's felt it's differently... That's great. It's still
2: said the same. Yeah. That, still, that, you're still going to be like...
1: percent of talking about yeah. Formula 1 is speech.
2: Ooh, it's one of the Alphas. Which team? Yeah. The
1: Alpha... <laughs>
3: <laughs> but then we survived with Brundle and Blundle, and we survived with Massa and Nasa.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and we survived I'm, with... I'm
2: sure we'll survive with... Montero, Montani, and the other one... Montoya. Montoya, yeah. yeah. The, the the famous one.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. I'm sure we'll survive with Alpha Toro and Alpha uh, Alpha,
3: uh, Alpha uh, whatever gonna, they're called yeah.
0: well that's got off to a good start
1: yeah. for any of next I'm year's shows I'm it. just going to call them Thatchers bear in mind like the Alpha Tori
2: bear in mind that the, the, <laughs> the year that we had uh, uh, Tiago Montero Frank Montani and Pablo Man- Montoya all in Formula 1 they all drove white and blue cars
0: yeah that was confusing cool <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, apparently the, um, the name change request is already in with the FIA to change it for next season because it's team name and chassis designation. So it may well have to be approved by the other nine teams on the grid because it's not new ownership. So it
2: could be AlphaTauri STR20 uh, or whatever it's going to be called. Oh,
0: God, God knows.
2: Because it would be STR obviously being the Scuderia Toro Rosso is what they call their chassis at the moment.
0: Yeah. And of course, with their title sponsor being Red Bull, that just really confuses things even yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the Red Bull Toro Rosso against the Alfa Romeo Red Bull.
2: Mm. Alfa Toro Red Bull.
0: No, that's what it is this season.
2: What? You just said Alfa Romeo Red Bull.
0: Uh, did I say? So yeah, I, yeah That's why I, I meant said asked, Alfa Toro. Aston Martin Red Bull. Oh, okay. So Red Bull are a team and a sponsor of a different team. Oh God, yeah, it's getting too confusing. Yeah, it it is
1: weird having a different car car manufacturer on a team. that isn't supplying the engines for them, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah.
2: Aston Martin, Red Bull, Honda. Yeah, Aston Martin and Honda aren't really that close friends, let's be honest. They're quite bitter rivals in other forms of motorsport. Yeah,
1: it's quite strange. But anyway. Anyway, tell you what. There must be more interesting things to talk about. Like Renault. How about Renault Renault?
4: (laughs) You've told (laughs) your dress.
0: To see
1: what Mark Webber was saying about it the other day. Mark Um, Mark Webber was asked about Daniel Ricciardo. He said, how how do you think Daniel Ricciardo's first... uh, uh, years in, going going re- Renault and he, uh, I I quote I bloody told him not to leave Red Bull <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's possibly the most Aussie answer you could get
1: <laughs> no he, he, he went on to say like he really hopes he can get out of his Renault contract and go back to Red Bull if it's at all an option
3: I hope Renault can pull it together and he can do well there
1: I do I I'm I still think Renault are going to pull out a f-
0: sport well they've said that they're in it for the long haul and before they've said they're in it for the long haul before Paul <laughs> 85 97 2011 mm-hmm. yeah but they claim that they will be able to um, cope with just supplying their own team and how, dedicate how their resources And when you've got but well,
2: this is two years in the future so yeah. I mean they are looking at 2021 yeah
0: You've got such
1: complicated engines, yeah. Unless someone else takes a Renault engine, that's always a possibility. A new team, yeah,
3: yeah, but or or an existing team, yeah, whose name begins with W.
1: No, they've
0: signed up to Mercedes. Oh, they have, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Forgot about that. Yeah, but as we've said on this show countless times, how much is an F1 contract worth?
1: With engine supplies, usually pretty good. good, yeah, Yeah, usually pretty good. People rarely, rarely pull out of engine contracts, do they? Unless you're Red Bull and you like continually slag your engine manufacturer off until they don't want to give you engines anymore.
2: Or <laughs> well, they do, but as long as you badge them under the name of a yeah. Watch, yeah, manufacturer. watch manufacturer. Yeah. That's,
1: we, we hate you that much. We'd rather people think it was a watch that was in the back of your car. Yeah. Um, but yeah, how, like with these complicated engines, how are Renault going to bridge the gap to the other teams with just the data from one team?
2: It's a good point because Honda are getting it from two, and they've improved vastly, yeah, massively. Um, Mercedes are supposed to be getting the data from three teams currently, um, um, would be four, you know, in twenty twenty one when McLaren go back on board. But
0: I mean, that's that, it's all to do with the wording of the regulations, isn't it? Because if you read. The regulations one way it says teams could engine manufacturers can only supply three teams. You look at it another way and it says engine manufacturers can supply three customer teams. Yeah, and that's what Mercedes are working on. We might as well talk about this by supplying McLaren. That's going to be the third customer team. Yeah. Um, if Wait, it,
3: when does Force India's contract run
0: out? Um, they haven't announced the new deal yet, but. Um, Rumours are that they're just on the just about to sign up until twenty twenty five. Yeah, right. BWT is part of the Mercedes deal as
2: well. Ah, so that might put a spanner in the works. Hence why I don't know why, why the Sport Pace is a bit more, you know, on the car than the BWT is this year. They might have to wait.
0: Although it's although the car is still predominantly BWT pink.
2: Yeah, I think they're actually called Racing Point. What are they called? BWT Racing Point or something like that. Uh, no, it's,
0: it, officially, it's Sport uh, Sport Pace Racing Point, and BWT aren't a title sponsor anymore. Okay, but actually, BWT have never been a title sponsor of them. Well, okay, because uh, up until Force India went, they were still Sahara Force India. Yeah. Even They've just got big letters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, big letters in a can of pink paint. Yeah. So, BWT with not being a title sponsor. But being the company that everyone associates with the car, really, because yeah, every every team in every series that's got BWT on the car is bright pink. The Ardens in F two, the um, oh I don't know, some some guys twatted the barrier again in Porsche Super Cup.
2: Yeah, you don't get that water over here, do you? I've never seen it. It's water te- technology company.
1: Oh, is it? It's not like an Evian thing. No, I thought I thought it was a bottled water company
2: possibly but it's, it's BWT is for is better water technology
0: oh right okay H3O
2: yeah <laughs> yeah you don't want to be drinking that <laughs> no try hydrogen monoxide <laughs> <laughs> I will do thank you, you very say, that's a that's a good sales slogan
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: try it once you'll never want anything else again
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's actually real yeah <laughs> Yeah, don't try this at home. Disclaimer. Um, but, yeah, so if Mercedes find out that they can only supply three cars, then does well, that... would look-
3: Mercedes be forced to take, like, Renault engines? <laughs> <laughs> but
0: yeah, that's. I mean, that's not going to happen. If it, the deal's are signed, so... Then Mercedes will probably have to pay Williams a large amount of money enough for them to buy but Renault no, engines. But no
1: one's contested it, have they? No one's contested it. There's been no talk of this. This is
0: yeah but Ferrari have probably still got another two weeks to complain so yeah I I don't I don't think that'll be a thing
3: they'll wait until the first race of the season to say they can't use that engine yeah probably (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: from a personal sort of fandom point of view it'd be great to see Williams Renault back on the grid
1: no we've had that before it was terrible like, uh, the And uh, as far as Williams goes. When
0: Bruno Senna
2: was in the car, yeah, cause it was really weird because it was Williams, Senna, Williams Renault. was so like, oh, hang on yeah, a second.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, Williams, like, the best thing they've got going for them is the engine. And even then, they're down on fucking top speed because the cars are draggy. So, um,. <laughs> You know, the last thing we need for Williams is not yeah. to have Mercedes engines. All of a sudden,
2: I, I like what you were saying before about what Toto said about the McLaren. Like they, they want Mercedes want a top team to yeah. so that they can, you know, see how the, a customer uses a Mercedes engine. Clearly, that means they've lost faith in Williams and Racing Point.
4: Yep.
1: I think I think Racing Point are at their ceiling. I think
2: Racing Point still don't know what they want to be.
1: No, because what you've got, it's, they, they, well, they're Williams now. Racing Point are where Williams were for ages. And mem- remember when I said when they were second in the championship, the only reason Williams were, without, were that high because other teams like McLaren and Ferrari yeah. had slipped. And you could say the same thing about Racing Point last year coming fourth in the championship was because other teams weren't quite... But they were fifth last year. Te- but yeah. technically, Sorry, fifth. technically fifth. Yeah, but they, they weren't With added points where they should be. So again, when you get these sort of smaller teams jumping up the grid a bit, but then like a McLaren's on a resurgency sort of thing, Renault are, are consistently sort of above them as well, not, not closer, not as close as fucking Renault should be, but they're, they're still up there.'re uh, getting sort of the, the teams are naturally settling to where they probably should be anyway, and like McLaren should be up there. You know it's it's been an yeah. artificial thing with, with from a like pretty disastrous decision that's had them not be but yeah. even going back 10 years when when paul Deresta was
3: driving for them mm-hmm. force india's were able to come fifth or sixth in races
1: yeah yeah that's a, that's what i mean i think where they can get now and that sort of top of the midfield sort of thing is the ceiling for force india whether it's... I
2: I think they're still finding their feet as racing point. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. but
1: even that, I I don't know whether it's cash, I don't know whether it's personnel. I just think there's something, regardless of Stroll money that's gone into it, yeah? Because Stroll, like, uh, um, they've got more money now than they have had before. They haven't got Red Bull money. Do you you know what I mean? They haven't got... But but compared to what they had before, they're probably going into the office and just going...
4: What well, hey oh, lads, yeah, look at this! It must
3: be brilliant. But
0: Every month with our Patreon donations, we have more money than Force India had before for the last this two is years. True. But yeah. um, what, what I mean is, is I think they
1: unless something mega happened with a buyout and you know they 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 were tied up with
0: Audi or something like that, they're never going to make that t- next step. Well, I mean that's, that's what they're trying to do by building the new headquarters and uh, what is it quadrupling the amount of staff that they've got the Silverstone yeah, but, base. Yeah, but they're still but they're, not going to have
1: the money to throw out at it like the Mercedes, Ferrari, yeah. McLaren, even. I
0: don't know. They're, they're trying. To, they're trying to get to McLaren levels of available technology and available and investment. Yeah, and investment. And well, I think, but from
1: a point of nowhere, they're trying to do it. Whereas McLaren are a technology group; they're an engineering company. Already,
0: but twenty years ago they were still working out of a shed. So it can. It twenty can... years ago, the technology centre was still built, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all, right, <laughs> all right, twenty-five but, years ago they were working out of a shed before the technology centre.
1: Well, no, they were. No. They were built. They were work, working out of a another place in a fucking very different Formula One before spaceships it, became cars. Yeah, it's it's not the same
3: Formula One as it was when. McLaren and Williams were at the top of it.
1: True. And don't forget, like, we, we say they were working out of sheds, but um, the, for the technology of the time, it was probably equal to what a technology centre or a Mercedes office is now. You know, the like, let's say, like, the 1993 Williams was still a stunning piece of technology for 1993. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... It's all comparable.
0: No, uh, but I think that I think the racing point plan is sort of a, a longer term, sort of over 10, 15 years, yeah, to get to that level. And any gains that they make in that time is a bonus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get, I get the feeling that the whole consortium is in it for I, the play, the playing, the playing the long game.
1: I'll be interested how long Stroll money stays in that car while Stroll is being rubbish,
2: or until Stroll can no longer. Stay Justify
1: in that his team, drive, which yeah. I think will be 2021. Maybe because he is of, of, uh, of any driver on the grid. I think Stroll has shown no signs of improvement. Like no signs of improvement. He's got so
2: he's got some raw. He's got flashes, hasn't he? Yeah, he's but, got.
1: But they're the same races every year. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah just exactly. Yeah, he manages to be able to drive in Monza. He's instance. got
2: the same. He's got yeah, Monza's a great, yeah. a great. Um example actually he he's got really good race pace like he can he can put a car around a circuit almost as fast as that car can go which is what you want from a racing driver yeah what you also need from a racing driver is the ability to check your mirrors every now and again during a race and know what's wrong
1: with your car how many times do we hear something wrong Um, with stroll's car and he gives like just some sort of non-answer as in it's
4: broken
2: yeah
1: you know it's it's It doesn't work. He's not built for Formula 1. And I know there's somebody texting me right now that's going to say, But he had a podium. And I want you to think to yourself, Pastor Maldonado won a race. Now they're deleting that message. (laughs) No,
0: they're sending it twice in capitals. (laughs) (laughs) Because
2: capitals equals shouting on the internet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And if it's on the internet, in capitals, it must be doubly true. Yes. Yes. So back to Renault. (laughs) Bigly. Which is where we were before, the one still with the Renault engines, yeah, um yeah, Danny Rick had to d n f quite early just because of what happened on the first he, lap. He'd
3: lost something like a quarter of his floor, apparently,
0: yeah, yeah, he'd kind of got an alpha in it,, mm. and then a bit of a hass in it, yeah. Um, I don't think they actually touched. No, they did. Did, did the Renault and the Has to? It just all seemed very sort I think
2: they they both hit Giovanazzi and they both sort of pirouetted at the same time.
0: Uh, I, I didn't know if Ricardo had uh, caught Grosjean on the way round or out. If,
1: if anything, and this is a crazy, crazy time to be alive, but there was three cars involved in, in that accident, and I think Grosjean was the least responsible. <laughs>
2: I think it was just a racing incident. There was no no response. It was a complete race
1: incident. But I do think if there's there's any blame to be apportioned... It's not Grosjean's. He's got the least of it. (laughs) I
2: I gave Grosjean a hard time last week.
1: Did you? Yeah. Apparently so. Apparently he swore quite a lot as well. Yes, I did. (laughs) Heck.
0: (laughs) No, We're back into the Canadians again.
2: But he didn't deserve to get shunted off... The circuit on the first lap of the Russian Grand Prix, because the other has had quite a good race, but we're still talking about Renault. We're
1: still talking about Renault. He Um, had plenty of laps to crash all on his own.
0: (laughs) Um, Hulk was kind of well down at one point, but did come back and find himself getting a point. He
2: rescued a point, didn't he? He fought his way back through a little bit after the. I think he was a victim of the safety car pit stops. Did he stop just before the safety car?
1: Even with his point, he he referred to the race as horrendous. And a, a, a race that they can take no positives from because they deserved
0: much more.
2: Oh dear. Okay. They were looking.
0: They were looking good in qualifying again. Mm. The car is starting to look better. Car is
2: starting to look better, and they're looking pretty good. This is going to be a really good fight for fourth in the championship.
1: Do you think? I think they're too far behind now. I've well I've over thought, thirty points behind. I think they might be now. When but you consider what what points they're going for. Yeah, might as well be yeah, race but
3: wins. Remember how often both Norris
2: and Sainz end up retiring. Yeah. And how close each team is to their maximum use of components, which is going to come into it in the last few races, yeah, and just think- how much good luck Lando Norris has.
1: Well, this is why I think he must be having a turnaround of like, look, at least for crashes, even though he was done over by the safety car, wasn't he this weekend?
0: Yeah, a little, yeah. I mean, it, it could come down fourth place in, champ, in the championship this year, could come down to who has the least bad luck over the last five races.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it could do. I
0: yeah, mean,
2: all it takes is one spectacular uh, fit. I mean, imagine if if Hulk could have held on to that second mm. position in Germany. You know, that's 18 points there. They were in so much tight. I mean, yeah. Something something like that could happen again.
0: In Singapore if Hulk could have managed to get past Grosjean and then yeah, get the would, net lead of the race. He, he would have he, he would, would have won the race. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh the other thing to think with those teams is
1: the drivers and I think it's, I can't not see Hulkenberg drive and think where a shame. It is that he's probably going to fall out of Formula One at yeah. the end of the year. Um, but he's, he's got he, he can't be in the right headspace at the minute
0: given what's gone on with him contract wise. Yeah. No, I mean he's staring unemployment in yeah. the face, and you're not going to you're not going to no, no, do no, your best when you not. know there's no there's very little hope. Danny Ricardo
1: must be w- one look at a banana away from a nervous breakdown at the moment <laughs> when you think what's happened to his career. Uh, whereas you on the other side you've got McLaren which is probably a better car than the Renaults so you know generally faster and you've got two drivers that are really positive it seems to be circuit dependent up, upshift. Yeah, it seems yeah, to be circuit dependent with that car. It does seem to be circuit dependent, but they have seemed consistently fast, haven't they, since summer break or just before summer break? Yeah,
2: yeah. But I mean, the, an okay race for Renault should have been better. Ricardo would probably have scored more points that Van Hulkenberg did as well. Yeah. Uh, but one point is not enough for Renault at the moment. No. Then we, then we move on to our, everybody's favourite team.
0: Mm, Haas. Um, yeah, like you said, Grosjean was a complete passenger in that one. There was no. There was wasn't a great deal he could have done. No. Um, everyone's expecting I might
2: have put on the live blog ah karma at first
1: I must admit when I saw him crash I turned around to my dad and said what the fuck are Haas doing mm. <laughs> and then it slowly started to dawn on me this might not actually be his fault this time.
4: <laughs>
0: and I I will take complete guilt in doing that poll before the race on Twitter saying are they going to look like Rockstars are wankers and 92% said oh. wankers. Would I, you like
2: us to do this one's for the listeners? If you want us to carry on with uh, Rockstars and wankers every race until until Magnuson and Grosjean are no longer appearing, then... I, I
1: think it should be part of our predictions. Rockstars and Wankers sounds like a 90s British sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> it would, have been, would have been on Channel 4. Bit like four Game about, On. Yeah, but yeah,
0: Channel 4 about 10 o'clock at night. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's got the potential to be a really bad BBC3.
4: <laughs> really
0: bad tribute band show. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Grosjean, short race, four turns. Um, Got that uh, that headrest got some distance when he chucked it out of the car. Yeah. yeah. I thought
1: yeah. it was a steering wheel at first. That's
2: thousands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Magnuson on the other hand Magnuson crossed
0: Ma- the line eighth, um Demoted got, to ninth. Got hit with the penalty, which he didn't know why he'd got it, but if he'd have watched F two earlier that morning, mm. um I mean, look at uh, look at what they've done to Mazepin after he uh, Yeah yeah. Which what,
4: what
1: has happened to Mazeppin? I know, I know. It's I read it for anybody who doesn't day. know Mazeppin.
2: Penalty, yeah. Mazeppin well, and Matsushita was. had a huge accident because it's Jack Aiken missed the missed the apex. Mzeppin
0: and Aitken missed but, the apex, but
2: Aiken went the right way around the bollard, and as he tried to rejoin, Mazeppin was on the wrong side of the bollard, mm. touched Jack Aiken
0: as he was and, overtaking him
2: yeah spat himself across the track into Matsushita
1: yeah I saw I saw the incident I don't, yeah. I don't know what the penalty was what's he got four points on his licence and a 15
0: place grid drop
4: ooh
2: so he may as well not bother qualifying for yeah, the next race
1: yeah. that's that's like a broken bone away from a race ban isn't it pretty much yeah. slightly worse
0: yeah yeah, I mean it was it was good to see um, Matsushita tweeting from uh, from hospital. Yeah.
1: yeah, what
2: I think as well Although is still,
0: still in his uh, still in his fire suit. Mm. Nobody brought him any PJs.
2: What I, what I think as well still is still get, given what happened in Spa with uh, Correa and Antoine Hubert, uh, had that not had that incident not happened I don't think the penalty would have been as harsh but I mean what happened in, in, in Spa is still very fresh in everyone's minds yeah. you cannot be well, seen what happened
3: in Spa probably wasn't preventable but more or less the same thing
2: could have happened in Sochi But and it that was, would have been preventable yeah. it was preventable because there was dangerous driving yeah. going uh, on the, uh, the only somebody was not following the think, rules yeah. yeah, the
1: only thing to think about the Spa one is um, I can't off. The Top of my head, think of another circuit where that accident would even be possible, apart from on that point where you've got such high speeds that go into barriers that can spit you back onto the yeah. track with, with cars that are coming up at such high speed, blind until you yeah. get to you. Yeah, it's, it, it was just a crazy, unfortunate event. I don't, I don't think. That that accident could have had that type of outcome.
2: No, but given given that it was still so recent. Oh yeah, that, of course. Yeah.
1: it's this, the same reason they took the uh, the commentators took such good care of not talking about the crash and not showing up until everyone knew what was going on. Yeah, yeah. They you say, it's it's still an open wound, isn't it? Yeah. yeah.
0: The good news for one, um, well, Mal- Correa, of course, is that. Um, his lungs appear to have healed quite a lot faster than was expected it's good you need them and uh, well that's that's what was holding off on him having surgery on his legs mm. and um, he's been transferred to a different hospital in the UK where he was undergoing the operation to repair his legs yesterday There's, uh, I've not seen an update on him so far so
2: get well soon yeah, yeah, and, that uh, he's
0: chosen th- they actually offered to amputate his foot to speed up the healing process and he's opted to keep it because he wants to keep his career
1: Johnny Herbert in it like it yeah.
0: So, um, yeah. All, all the best, one man, one man, well, career. as soon as we find anything else out, uh, we'll put it on. Uh, put it on Twitter. Johnny Hoops yeah.
1: manager stopped him getting his feet amputated, didn't he? Like in, isn't he, in the hospital, like because they 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 had him down for like an amputation. Isn't
2: he two inches shorter than he yeah, than he would and have his, been? His
1: his manager turned around and said, "No, you can't amputate his feet. He's a racing driver," and that that's the only reason that they didn't amputate. Bloody hell lost 2 inches did you Always have your managers next of kin people <laughs> <laughs> Uh
0: we will move on, move on to racing point next Um I not
2: I just want to say Magnussen drove brilliantly
1: He had a great race He had a good, he had, yeah, he yeah. Did actually have a good yeah.
2: race We 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 beat on on Haas drivers quite often and especially Kevin Magnussen um but he was very very good in Russia
1: well, Hopefully this is this was that Apart from, from that our, bit wasn't it? Yeah. This is like the hybrid car they had this weekend. A spec 1.5. Well, it's not even that. It's bits from the first first car before the um, before the European season when everything went to tits, and then bits of the new upgrade. And it, they picked the bits that work out of those two kind, cars Kind of a greatest hits package Yeah, and it seems to have sorted the problems out for them
2: At one circuit, we'll at, see where they are oh, next, yeah, next yeah, week at one But circuit. it was nice to see Magnussen not falling away You know, was when the race started yeah. He was roughly up there for most of it
1: Well, I thought as soon as I saw him up there in the points thought, oh well, I'd be last
0: by fucking 20 is exactly, exactly, yeah, so did I Actually, before we do Racing Point, talking about um, cars getting changed uh, Kimi this weekend was driving chassis number 6 Wow, okay. Alpha have gone through a fuckload of cars this season. Yeah. Wow.
2: Kimmy's chassis number six, or the whole team? The
0: whole team's chassis number six. Um, Most teams are on to maybe three, occasionally four. But, yeah, Alpha have now used six chassis during the course of the season. Chassis number six
1: also sounds like a 90s brick pop band.
2: I I thought it sounded like a a B-side if I'm perfectly honest for uh... from Manson yeah
0: yes (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) right now we'll do a racing point stroll
2: just stroll we've already we we, we kind
0: of There's no
1: improvement. There's yeah. no drop-off. I
2: just want to apologise for our listeners. If they can hear the roaring in the background, we are recording this in the middle of a storm, which is okay. worsening as we're recording.
1: Apparently so. Two yellow warnings. I'd have thought that would have been two yellows and a red. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Two yellow warnings. Then it gets sent off. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've, I've, been, I've been watching the vine outside the window here. It is, it's
0: now swinging quite violently in the wind. No, it just keeps repeating every 15 seconds. Don't no. tell people
1: I hung Jeremy Vine in my garden.
0: Vines are
2: only
1: six. Vines were only
2: six seconds, and Vine is dead.
0: <laughs> did em- Jeremy Vine, on the other hand, <laughs> also did, dead? Did can I? Come no, no. no. <laughs> Go on. Uh, all right. Anyone see the end of um, at the end of qualifying, or anyone hear it um, when Stroll got knocked out at the end of his qualifying? Did this huge apology over the radio? So, oh, sorry, I should have done better. I don't know what went wrong. Uh, pass on my apology to the team, and all he got back from the pit wall was Roger that.
1: Isn't that just a Canadian hello?
0: <laughs>
2: no, this is this is his this is his problem. I don't know what went wrong. Yeah. When any other driver, Lando Norris in Singapore is a perfect example here. Uh, Q one was great. Q two was better. Q three, I over I overdrove it a bit and made too many mistakes, and then in trying to, yeah. to trying to catch the time up, I made more. So I, I actually ended up losing time. He knew where it went wrong.
1: It's like say. Lewis Hamilton is in it. Like you, they, they say, great footballers, you could pause a football match at any moment and they'd be able to tell you what all the other players are. And it's the same when you get great racing drivers; they'll sit down to do a co- uh, talk after the race. And it's like, yeah, how do you know what was going yeah, on? I,
3: I remember seeing this Chris packet in the crowd, yeah. and that was wobbling a bit, so I thought, oh, there'll be a side well, draft what, at what this was
1: point. Said, was it Jensen Button you said that uh, was picking the tires out? That someone had like six cars behind it. Yeah. Crazy,
2: yeah, in his mirrors on the formation lap, yeah, yeah, I remember that. But uh, also, slight local reference here: Robert Dunlop, when doing um the TT over here, uh, said he, when he was going so fast, he's concentrating so hard on where he was, where the bike was going, that he was able to pick faces out in the crowd. And uh, he remembers seeing somebody picking their nose when they, when when he was going wow. past them, and looked out for them the next lap to see if they were still picking their nose. Yeah, that's crazy. At like 180 mile an hour. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Does he not realise that that's going to be 20 minutes later?
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, probably yeah, but.
1: Everyone likes a good route around, though.
2: Every yeah, now. But not for <laughs> 20 minutes. 20
0: minutes. <laughs> you usually, stop when the bleeding starts. I could do 10 minutes aside.
4: <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think I think
0: you're right about, about Stroll's problem yeah he just talent yeah he just doesn't seem to know what the car does he gets in presses the go fast pedal presses the go slow pedal yeah and i'm gonna say he he, turns the wheel in front of him it's
1: unfortunate isn't it right he's he's probably not a bad racing driver if he was doing like wec or something like that he'd probably have a fine wec career he's not an elite racing driver no as he's I said, not he's one of the twenty best drivers in the world.
2: There's no point in him having mirrors on his car because he doesn't use them anyway. No. This has been proven time and time again. The amount of times that people go to sort of show them, you know, show them, show Lance Stroll, I'm here, I'm I'm a danger to overtaking, yeah. and he just plows into them yeah. or you know does something really silly. Um, no, I I think that he's
3: on a par with people like Grosjean and Magnussen, people who aren't consistent. I think you're who being, can
1: race. I think you're being kind.
3: Rojans driven into a wall with no help at least twice. He's
1: also had a load of po- po- what well, a few podiums when he had the car
0: underneath him to do it. Pastor Maldonado won a.
4: Oh no!
1: Right. <laughs> hey, I think Pastor. Mal- <laughs> no, no, but we're not ta- we're not talking like about potential world
0: champions. I think
1: Pastor Maldonado was a better driver than Lance Stroll. I'm struggling to think of somebody.
2: Pastor was fast and crashy. I-
1: I- if you take uh Carter Cayen, I would say was on par with Stroll
2: ouch yeah I said Narain a rain
1: car <laughs> I, I
3: think Stroll's <laughs> better than that Stroll has the flashes of being a proper racing driver mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and do then not, do you not think he's fast and then lots of times when he's not
1: but right, you say and he's there's been far with Magnussen but I would say Magnussen's drive this weekend is better than anything Stroll's done in the Formula One car even his podium because he got his podium because everyone in front of him decided to fucking explode
3: there were still plenty of people behind him.
4: Yeah,
1: but the way it worked, wasn't the way it worked with pit stops and stuff like that. There was such a massive gap.
3: There was there was good luck in his podium. Yeah, he he didn't get second place because he was the second fastest driver on the day. No. But sorry, third place wasn't so, it? Yeah, I, Bottas, I always forget about Bottas. He, so he Bottas I've got got taken, He it.
0: got third place because he was the second fastest driver on that straight. Yeah. I'd, I'd, <laughs> argue, I'd argue that if it was any other driver that was in his car, he probably wouldn't
1: have lost the position to Bottas. I don't think so, but Bottas
0: got it on the last lap, didn't he? Bottas yes. was Bottas on the so line, fast. on the last line, on the line. But he put um, he his car was in qualifying mode. Oh yeah, but, yeah. but
1: that's for me, But because he got it on the last lap, I think over the course of the race, any other driver in that car would have been quick enough to not get got on the last lap.
2: Maybe. I, we're talking a lot about Lance Stroll here I want to say that Sergio Perez had a kind of Alonso style race he had a great race that he, was the
1: best race of the year for him
2: yeah I think so and uh, the
1: only guy that had a better race than him this uh, this weekend was Albon
2: and he seemed very confused by by the whole thing Sergio Perez he was just mm. like well I thought we might might be able to do better than that yeah it seemed 7th uh, place and he, an almost best of the rest
1: it was one of the drives that got him a McLaren drive yeah like back when he was in Salba, yeah, he was one of the drivers, that vintage Perez, career. <laughs>
2: vintage Perez,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's uh, I like we said. I think we said the uh, when he resigned the contract. It's a perfect. He's the perfect guy for Force India.
2: Well, those those racing point, but those those two drivers were in those seats for three. Is it three years? Next three years, but it's a very long term.
3: I don't think. They've announced any dates for Stroll.
1: I think Stroll will be out in 2021. I think he'll have another mediocre season next year, mediocre to bad season. Yeah. So a good Lance Stroll year, and um, then he'll be out in 2021.
0: I don't, I don't Probably
1: know. Probably along with Strolls with the Stroll father.
0: I mean the good, the good thing for the Racing Point consortium is that um Stroll isn't or the Stroll family isn't providing all the money.
1: No, but a big chunk of it. Yeah. But I, I don't I don't
3: see uh, I could imagine that his dad is that Lawrence Stroll is looking to build a championship winning racing team, to build a Red Bull. And if Lance Stroll isn't the driver I hope for so. that, he uh, I think you're right that he wouldn't stay in the team.
1: I think there's two things to um uh, there's there's two things that could be, you know, could be the case. You're right, and he's trying to build a championship winning a racing team like Red Bull, and that means Stroll will go. Or uh, he's just bought into a team to try and give his son a slightly better car on a Formula 1 grid, and if he goes, he goes. It'll be one of those two options. Either way, Stroll's gone. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but a great performance by Perez. Yes. And was candidate for driver of the day, Absolutely. I think.
0: Yeah, it was it was one of those got on with it ones. Yeah. Yeah. Almost science like.
1: But we see it. we see it all but the not time, we, with Force India or fucking piss it. Uh with Racing Point. Um but they started so badly this year that it hasn't worked for yeah. them. But they progressed really well through the season. But it's just took them longer this time round. And like you say, it's probably something to do with the fact that they were fucking done weren't they before the season started yeah
0: yeah so you know that how how much time did they lose on developing this year's car
1: lots by the looks of it about half a season Mm.
0: (laughs) I would I would say about two thirds and now we're we're now seeing where this car should have been in I don't know Silverstone yeah probably Uh, right are we sitting comfortably because it's McLaren next very very good performance yeah they did all right yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Move on. Yeah,
1: red, red Bull. <laughs> Unfortunate for Lando. Caught just yeah. pitted
2: before the safety cars, didn't he? So yeah, he, 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 that's he that's he where he should have
1: been behind Saints really, shouldn't he? If everything had shook out for him.
2: Well look when you look at how the start played, I mean the qualifying was great, but I mean if you look at where the start played out, the way that the start played out, after turn one, Sainz was ahead of Hamilton. If Saints would
1: have covered the inside He had a chance to he'd have kept that, that position. I don't know whether he was surprised at the start he'd got and was just trying to trying to make sure he didn't lose any places uh, rather than thinking, if I just move it to the right here, I can get into the... Into I don't the know if he
2: was sure that he was entirely ahead of Hamilton, oh, no, no, but he actually was. He was
1: totally ahead yeah. by a good half a car length. Yeah. He- Fully Dunham, yeah, but I mean that was all down to Hamilton was on the mediums, wasn't he? The yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Massive advantage,
2: and there. but at one point as well, Norris was there ahead of Bottas. Yes, so you had both McLarens overtook both Mercedes, and there was only Hamilton between them, and they were running third and fifth for all of two seconds. <laughs>
4: Interesting enough,
1: science believes that the McLarens half a half a second a lap off being able to fight the Mercedes. See, because that, that's why he didn't put any fight up with Bottas, was it? Yeah, he put a bit of fight up. It was a few but, laps that yeah, Bottas yeah. was
2: fighting him because, of course, after the whole Turn 2 thing, yeah, Vettel ahead of Leclerc, etc. But, uh, but, yeah,
1: he was saying that if, if they were half a second quicker, it would be worth fighting them. Mm. But otherwise, you're just going to lose too much time.
2: Yeah. But it was uh, it's a, a spirited performance from both McLaren drivers.
1: Do you reckon a um, Mercedes engine might be worth half a second?
4: Don't
1: know. <laughs> not that much.
2: No. Probably not. Definitely not this season and no. probably not in two seasons time. But a Mercedes engine plus
3: the kind of extra development you can do from a decent World Constructors Championship finish.
1: Yeah. Might
2: Maybe.
0: be able
1: to might,
4: might,
3: get a little might, bit
0: might closer. Be worth four mm.
2: This is the first season that McLaren have scored over a hundred points. Since,
1: since Mercedes, McLaren, Mercedes.
2: Yeah, since twenty thirteen. Twenty fourteen, sorry. Yeah. Twenty fourteen with, with Button and Magnussen, they mm-hmm. got over a hundred points. It's the first time that they've hit the hundred point mark. Um as we were saying before, they are th- thirty three, thirty four points ahead of Renault now in yeah. the in the championship. It was a good points haul for McLaren to get mm-hmm. um to get Lando eighth and um Carlos up into was it 6 6th yeah so that was a, it was a really really good performance carlos even said that he enjoyed fighting the mercedes at the beginning but enjoyed fighting the red bulls later on as well after the after the yeah. safety car restart obviously albon got past him mm-hmm. um and i think really albon possibly the only driver who could take driver of the day away from carlos Sainz I, personally, I know, I, I I know th- we all the know, worst driver of the day. we all know who the yeah. official driver of the day was, a yeah. bit
1: weird, but, <laughs> <laughs> the greatest driver in Formula One, worth two Ayrton Senna's,
0: <laughs> what, real Harry answer yep, <laughs> <laughs>
2: worth two Ayrton Senna's, Ayrton Senna being rhyming slang for a tenner, so, yeah. he's, so he's worth 20 quid, Yep, yeah.
1: <laughs> he's worth your weight in Senna's is what he is, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll do a Red Bull next. I mean that performance by Alban was nothing short of spectacular. Pit
2: lane to fifth. Oh, okay, slight shenanigans, VSC, and then full safety car. You and play you, and
0: you play to your conditions. Exactly
1: you play this to out your, there. I don't think if uh, Verstappen had started from the pit lane, I don't think he would have got any higher.
2: No, exactly. I, I'm I'm completely with you on that. I think, I it, think he would have overtaken album. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, you might you might have a point there. <laughs> I mean, Albon completely wrote the car off in um, qualifying, did, in, in Q, qualifying one. Q, Q one. Q one.
2: Yeah. Um, I, I think it was a bit harsh because straight away the internet was just like, and another driver goes through the Red Bull meat grinder. Yeah. But then on Sunday he goes and does that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, I mean
1: I'm still saying it. Like, I think if when that's he, that's
2: when he gets
4: him
1: embedded in that team going into next year, and he's used to driving in, in like in Red Bull proper. Yeah. Yeah. I think he might be able to give Magnussen a headache next year. Magnussen? I think he will stamp be stamp able it. to beat Magnussen yeah, next <laughs> year. So sorry, I'm getting confused. My drivers which had rubbish Formula One dads. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's just hope there isn't a next generation of Armor or Inouye. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, Albin ploughed through the field, basically, in a good way. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it took him a little while to get past uh, Pierre Gasly, as we were saying before. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a little bit tentative. They're both fighting for their seat. But what matters more than anything is the result, when you look, excuse me, when you look that Gasly finished nine places behind Albon. Yeah. Do you know what I mean?
1: Well, the funny thing is, when Albon was ke- was kept behind Gasly, uh, I turned around to my dad and said, Albon's having an absolute horror today. Like, this is, re- I was re- reasonably worried. And then I took my eye off it for a minute and just forgot what was going on that oh oh right
0: okay right he's in the points now that's interesting <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah as soon as he got past Gasly, it was like he'd been completely yep. corks and yeah, yeah. he was just pass- just passing drivers for foot mm. yeah, it's definitely it's definitely looking good for him i'd, I'd say he would he's the favorite for the seat that he's in next year i think if it's if it's
1: not him that's in that red bull we're going to have a massive shock with somebody going to I th- Red Bull.
2: I, I think this drive cemented his seat for Red Bull. Yeah, no, but
1: that—that's for me. I think the the only reason he won't be in that car is if something crazy happens and Vettel goes back to Red Bull. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, there's no way they're going to replace Gasly with uh, they're, sorry, they're going to replace Albon with Gasly. No, now. not at the start of the year
4: no not the start
1: <laughs> I mean yeah sorry there's, 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 there's no way in the immediate future that this is going to happen
0: yeah I mean Australia Red Bull slightly different to Belgium Red Bull yes, yes. <laughs> Probably different water supply all mm-hmm. tastes different when it, anyway But, but, but they um, need
3: some better water technology then
0: I mean to, to be fair to, to Red
1: Bull though as soon as they get the, the drivers like two drivers performing in their team they do like a lockdown Red Bull team, don't they? They yeah. like consistency. So, if he, as long as he doesn't do stupid things, he should be great.
0: Yeah. Sorry, just reading a
1: message. Tell you what, if, if Vettel did go back to Red Bull, that
0: means Gasly is proper fucked.
2: Because Albon would be in yeah. Toro Rosso. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I'd another be a Ferrari seat available for it, not for Gasly. <laughs> no, that'd be Hulkenberg's. Yes. Um, yeah, we haven't mentioned Verstappen yet. Didn't um, struggled after qualifying. Another new, another new engine. Mm-hmm. Um, I lost count kind of how many he's had.
2: Not sure, but he couldn't keep pace with the top two teams, the Ferraris oh, and they the Mercedes. Did, they, didn't they? Yeah, in the race. Uh, he, Do you think
1: Mercedes have gained pace or Red Bull have lost some somewhere?
2: I don't think Mercedes have lost pace. I've got a theory about Mercedes, but we know we're not talking about them just yet.
0: I, th- I think Red Bull were a little bit down down on pace where we thought they were going to be this weekend, mm. and I just don't think it was a suitable circuit for But we for a
1: change, they, but we thought they were going to win in Singapore.
0: Yeah, you know, it's it, like
1: that's been such a Red Bull circuit.
2: Yeah, but Singapore and Russia are quite similar in circuitry, aren't they? You know, in... yeah, no,
1: but it has historically been a good circuit for Red Bull. Yeah, uh, and they seem to have sort of drifted.
3: I don't think Red Bull have drifted. I think Ferrari are a lot
2: further ahead than right. we had any, yeah, any we clue any they would that they be. would be. Because at, at one point earlier this season, we were saying that we thought Red Bull were going to usurp Ferrari, and then Ferrari went and changed something on the front of their car. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah the new Ferrari floor. Um, no, Nobody saw Singapore coming no, Ferrari. No, um, nobody at all. Obviously, with these two circuits having pretty similar characteristics. Mm-hmm it's just thrown a complete spanner in the predictions yeah have we got ferrari next we have got ferrari next because this uh, is this is going to be well
1: before we get into that because i just had a ferrari question there yeah talking about pace which fits with what we were just talking about you like the new floor and stuff like that and the things that have happened to the ferrari do we think that that's just fixed the tire problems that this year's ferrari has always been this fast from testing but it's just been the tires that they've had to try and it's get their
0: car not, to work with it's not just been the tires there's been a, been a lack oh, of no. there's been a lack of downforce as well which and is I why think, they were good at the uh, then
2: low speed low yeah, downforce but there was not so- in
1: testing they were fucking rocket ships in testing and then they got to australia and the wheels fell off the
0: whole thing the thing is though in testing you can post the uh, you can post the fastest times in the history of that circuit, and then you find out that they were were running on a thimble full of fuel. But think
1: about the time of year. Think about the time of year when you're doing testing, and it's cool. Yeah. I don't think they found out they had the tyre problems until they get to hot Australia and then hot races. Mm. So I think the Ferrari has always been as quick as it is now, but they've had to manage to get that car to work with the tyres. Which bodes well for Ferrari going into next year. I think there's a bit of that,
3: and I think they've, oh, got, probably, they've, they, they've got more engine power than yeah. they did have, I'm sure yeah, of that, yeah, yeah. which means if they've got the ump for the straight line speed, then they can turn the downforce up.
1: Mm-hmm. I've, also, I've got the theory there is I, think, I don't think they've necessarily got a massive advantage engine-wise over Mercedes, but I think Mercedes got the balance wrong between aero and drag this year. I think they've put, because they've been used to that power advantage for so long, I think they decided to drift more towards getting the chassis working more and getting the aero working more with it, and they've gone too far one way.
3: I uh, I think they've gone from having a car that can win races from the front yep. to a car that can win if it's starting in
2: second. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that will mean a completely was, different yeah. package. There is yeah. some compromises that they've had to make for mm. for that. Um,
1: well like this is what I said like last year uh, uh, last I'm sorry last week when you weren't here I think Mercedes have built a bad Mercedes car this year in comparison to other cars they've built and I think people need to remember that when they're looking at like what Ferrari are doing now and like where what's going to happen next year and like Leclerc challenge and Hamilton and stuff because if they've built a bad car this year and they're still cruising to a Constructors and a Drivers World Championship I don't think for any split second that they're, not, that they're going to make the same mistakes they've made next year
2: and here comes my theory last week Dan I said that um, um, Mercedes are probably tied up this year already have they been ballsy enough to go Mm, we've probably got both championships in the bag. Let's not work any more on this car and focus solely on next year's car f- right now, so that we've got the jump on everyone else. Um, because we don't need to work. Because we did the we did the work early duels on this one. Now I thought. After last week's podcast, what Lee was saying about Mercedes building the bad car after having to drill holes in the top of it, you know, for for extra cooling and things and having to take bits off. Very un Mercedes like. Yeah, yeah, it is is a little bit. Um, What if they didn't build this car to win races as such? Of course, they wanted to, but they built a car to win races. Of course, they didn't want to win the championship. What if they built it for complete reliability? Because I don't think we've seen a Mercedes Mercedes failure all year
1: it to be last year?
2: I'm not I, sure.
1: I don't think Hamilton mm. had a DNF last year.
2: They they knew they know that they know what their power unit and their, obviously we've seen Mercedes failures in Williams and uh, the racing points earlier this year.
1: Last, DN, last DNF I can remember for Hamilton from a Mercedes failure was uh, 2016.
2: Mm. What I'm saying is the um, when he was Malaysia when he caught fire. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying is. Vettel retired because his MG UK gave out. Was he pushing that car just a little bit too hard?
1: Did he have it when he was pulling the gap on Leclerc? Did he he get super super mode? When he was setting faster
2: slap after faster slap after faster slap and then he's like, Oh fucking, bring back the V twelves.
1: I don't the only thing I'd argue with that is I think we'd have heard radio telling them to turn the engine down. Possibly, unless unless he'd gone rogue and and, and gone for the high settings.
2: Yeah, but I mean, if it was something, you know, just there's so much that can go wrong in a hybrid power unit that if something was just not quite 100% for whatever reason, he pushed that Ferrari too hard and it broke down on him after he'd had his pit stop. But, I, I
1: think it's just an unfortunate coincidence that it broke down on a race. Possibly
2: now, Mercedes. Okay, yeah, Mercedes are lagging behind Ferrari in terms of straight line speed. Not in ter- not in terms of like in general race pace or anything like that. They seem very very close. Um, I think it was a little. They were a little bit flattered in um, in some cases where we were watching, seeing the Ferraris just disappear in Belgium, for example. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah the DRS at Monza they weren't yeah. even getting anywhere near them um,
1: well you can look at the the, the gap between um, Mercedes and Ferrari on the twisty turny bits is still quite big isn't it you know like Mercedes are making a lot of time up like on the twisty bits I
2: think Mercedes have built a car that they know can get into the end of the year without any penalties, knowing full well that Ferrari are pretty close to the bone when it comes to uh, as much as their... Uh, well,
1: you've got to think Vettel's going to have a penalty next weekend, haven't you? Well, he'll well, have... An, unless, unless that component was due for a change.
2: Yeah, they'll have a new MG UK. I think this will probably be his last one. I'm not yeah. entirely sure. But Ferrari are going to have to play it close, you know, if they want to win the rest of these races. Mercedes, well, uh, we don't have to. Mm.
0: I mean what was it last year? Mercedes were only changing some of the engine components just because they
2: They ran out of time to to, to change it to the last <laughs> to yeah. the last power unit. They were like
0: our third generation is absolutely fine, but we've
2: got to stick the fourth one in at some point. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think they need there's obviously something with uh Mercedes qualifying car this year too. Yeah, you know, I, I I'm people are gonna shout at me here. I don't believe all things being equal. Leclerc's faster than Hamilton on one lap. I don't think anyone in Formula 1 is faster than Hamilton in one lap. And
2: I also think that at Abu Dhabi, the final race of the season, Mm -hmm. Mercedes will finally turn around and go, yeah, just... Just let it go.
1: Doesn't matter if we finish or not. Let's t- turn it up.
2: Just let it go. Just, just, yeah. just show them for this one race. Just exactly how much we've been holding back. They've done back. that before, haven't they? Did it with Brazil yeah. when Hamilton was started in, from the, like the pit lane and he, yeah. and he ended up like three seconds behind the race winner. Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, 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 yeah, I think Mercedes are going to do the same thing again. I think they'll get to Abu Dhabi and just be like, "Let it rip! Just, just, just go! Just embarrass them."
1: I also don't think we've seen. Uh, it's almost like we've had you know the other Hamilton we get when he's won the world championship, he doesn't need to worry anymore, yeah, I feel like we've had that Hamilton all year I, I think so, yeah i, you know, it's, I don't I don't think he he knows he doesn't need to fight, I think also like good sportsmen know that they can't be on all the time, so if you know you can perform to like fifty percent of what you usually do and you're still gonna do enough. It must take the pressure off. Hey, you know, Mika Hakkinen said how difficult it was to win, to win two championships. Yeah. And that's why he decided to take the year off and that yeah. to be his career off. Um, you can't. It, I, I always think that maybe this this championship for Lewis, although he's winning a world championship, it's almost kind of an off well, year, isn't it? It's like a break.
3: Yeah, almost. He is now the driver with the most world championships on the grid. Yeah. He doesn't need to win this one which makes
2: it easier to win it yeah yeah but then you look at the race wins this year and you look at Vettel's won one race Leclerc's won two Verstappen's won two and Bottas's has won two yeah and then Hamilton's won nine yeah no, yeah
1: it, I, I think people people sort of People have got short memories in Formula One. Yeah. So is this is like Ferrari have had a couple of good races. Yeah, you remember
0: when Pastor Maldonado won a race. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, people have got short memories. And, well, even the... I remember you, you, when Pastor Maldonado won a race... You put the question forward as whether he was a championship contender or not. I think I might have been taking the piss. No, you weren't. I <laughs> you No, you weren't.
2: Yeah. That was, that was the year that we had like eight different winners yes. in the first eight yeah, yeah, races yeah. there, wasn't it? You know what I mean? That was a proper open, <laughs> open year of Formula One. But the um yeah, Are we t-
0: able to do sarcasm in a text message. Lewis Hamilton. He was on the podcast.
2: No, we didn't. We, didn't, we weren't we were doing, doing it then.
0: The
4: podcast then.
2: Oh, were we? No, no, no that I was like was that was podcast. seven years ago. Oh, um, just been talking about it then. The um, Hamilton can't win the championship in Japan um, because the gap. Even if he wins the race with has the fastest lap and Bottas retires, he still doesn't have enough points um. to, to win the championship. But he's what is was it, something like, I can't remember what the gap is, but there's only 125 points on the table, and he's, I think... 130. S- no, 129 if you include fastest laps. Mm. Yes. don't
0: know where I was going. There's that. only
2: four, four, four or five races there's left. five races, so it's So it is, 100, it, yeah. 130 then, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, if you include fastest laps. Yeah. 130 points on the table. Uh and Lewis Hamilton is seventy-two points in the lead.
1: Did Vettel pit to try and get the fastest lap? Because they were talking about it for a while. Did he try? Vettel, not Vettel, uh, Verstappen. No, he didn't pit. No, right? Because there was talks about it for a minute. Because they they, they were onto Lewis surprised. saying
2: they were onto Lewis Hamilton saying that um, Verstappen might get the fastest lap. He's got a free pit stop behind him, but yeah. he never did.
0: Weird. he out of he'd run out of softs. Oh, Eddie, right. Okay. Yeah, uh, he only had Yusof's left, so that's why they didn't bring him in for it because they weren't 100 sure if the tyres had enough life in them to and, do it.
2: And that's another thing that sort of leans towards my um, towards my theory as well because when after that message we were, we were like, "Ooh, what, you know, what what's going to go on here?" And then Leclerc put in like, like Leclerc asked what the fastest lap was, and his in me- his radio message came back thirty six three thirty six three. And Leclerc was like, right, okay, I'll go for a fastest lap then. Within seconds, Hamilton crossed the line at thirty-five-seven. Yeah. Just like, well, yeah, and then Leclerc went around and beat the thirty-six-three. Too late. But didn't yeah. beat the thirty-five-seven.
1: No. Well, this is why. I, are we are we doing Mercedes and Ferrari? Well, together? it's like, all we, sort of we've yeah. sort of We're launched
0: into yeah. the top three plus battle.
2: Ferrari is a bit of a bit. Of, I, I don't know what I think about Ferrari at the moment with the whole sort of ooh... I think the BBC are saying it's Armageddon at Ferrari right. where...
1: Do we all agree that, that they left Vettel to ha- hung out to dry so they could get the undercut for Leclerc?
2: There was an agreement pre-race.
1: Right. The agreement- I have issues with this agreement because um, Vettel said, said in the pen that something was said but he wasn't sure and it's oh, okay, that could be all patter. Um, I want to know what the, uh, how you can have an agreement because he didn't give Vettel a toe. He was first. He had no option but to give somebody a tow. Yeah.
2: Do you know what I mean Did he had to? It, there was an agreement that he would tow Vettel to get to, well, this, to get this, past this Hamilton, and we, that's exactly what happened. But
1: this is what we believe. We don't know that. That's yeah. what uh, uh, Leclerc said. What Vettel said was very different.
2: Which is why Leclerc left the door open for Vettel into turn two, so that the Ferraris would be one-two going into the, fir- in Palmer, into the first breaking zone. As think
1: Palmer t- said, what said, if that was the plan to get. Um, that because Leclerc had started on pole, that he was gonna he he was gonna get he he was gonna have the lead of the race essentially. There's no need to let Vettel overtake him. You just you have you have Leclerc take the inside line. You have, um, but with
2: a toe you'd be much faster. So let him pass no, Leclerc.
1: No, but they had the tires on them. Uh, as uh, Palm was saying, he said you're always good. He actually said on Saturday, this is this is what the Ferraris would end up doing, is that they block the the grid off and they would like go into the corner together, like, uh, and then take the race from there. There was no reason f- for Leclerc to let Vettel past, or for no reason for Ferrari to let Vettel pass to keep the positions but we're
2: pretty sure it was a plan because within 5 laps the radio message came on right you're going to swap in you're going to swap next lap and yeah. then Vettel went oh no no we'll leave it a couple of laps
1: but this is what
0: well, why did they let, do it let him catch me yeah. Yeah. yeah i think it would have been it would have been a bloody stupid move to do the pass on track and that would have just brought the mercedes closer but this was the stupid because thing because hamilton
2: well. was sticking with them
1: yeah. yeah yeah well this was the stupid thing hamilton was sticking with them on the uh, medium tire as soon as they got up to yeah. up to heat yeah fast forward the race when vettel's out and um, the, the mercedes have pitted under the virtual safety car and took, took the um, took the lead they fucking pit um leclerc again because they knew Leclerc wouldn't have had the pace on the medium tires.
0: I think I think they did that because they they were in. Um, it was a free pit stop.
1: Yeah, no, but they absolutely did it because there was
0: it, nothing. It wasn't in, free. Yeah, because he cause it gave he went, away a place. Yeah, yeah, but they thought they thought that he'd have the pace on the softs to get the place back and to go for the which win, which
1: means that he wouldn't have had the pace on the mediums. So if the virtual safety car hadn't come out, he'd have still been done by Mercedes on the soft tire. Yeah. They lost that race on Saturday.
2: And Mercedes probably won it by yeah. by doing the mediums. I I agree with Lee. I think the the tires regardless of whether or not Vettel had retired, it was going to be I think the Ferraris were pushing too hard on the softs and they would have struggled to keep up that pace on the mediums. Uh, by which point, Hamilton and Bottas were doing quite decent yeah. laps. While Bottas was miles behind by this point, well, but six, I think six that,
1: tenths. I reckon the mediums were off the softs, didn't they this weekend? But
2: I also think that was part of the plan. Yeah. I think Bottas's gap back ten seconds was so that when Ferrari pitted, Bottas could just piss about and hold them back, whilst Hamilton built a bit of a I lead. I just
1: don't think Bottas was as quick as Hamilton on the mediums. Yeah, but I also think it was part of the plan. Yeah, a bit of both. Yeah,
3: do you know what I mean? But let's he, not he wasn't as quick, so Mercedes thought, "Let's handy. make use
2: of that." Yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's exactly what... Dan's explained it much better. Um, but the...
0: Doesn't say much when he does, it's gold. Yeah,
2: absolutely. <laughs> Bottas' is defending in those closing laps was phenomenal.
1: I thought Leclerc was going to nail him. I thought there's no way Bottas is going to keep... Every
2: Andrew time I watched Bottas leave that last corner, he took such a different line out that last corner and was on the power so much earlier... Than Leclerc and yeah. must have been saving battery power or something, right? But he had he had Leclerc almost every time was running wide at the last turn yeah. trying to go Ooh, you know, carry was more speed dead in.
1: Scruffy as much as he radioed in saying everything was fine, he was dead scruffy all race after Vettel wouldn't let him past. He was ragged as anything behind Vettel. Um, but this is what I'm confused He's about. He was on the curbs a lot as well. Yeah, I'm this is what I'm confused about. If you take all talks of the pre arrangement out with Ferrari, like take that all away, Vettel was notably quicker yeah. than um the uh, than Leclerc. And you can say that um there was turbulent air to start with there, but at one point that was four seconds ahead of his teammate. You know, he was he was, he pulled four seconds on Leclerc. Now i i question ferrari because let's say vettel doesn't doesn't finish so let's say vettel doesn't retire they've done their swap they've given places and time away to mercedes uh they're going to come out next week behind each other vettel's going to close up on leclerc because he he was clearly quicker in the, during the race ferrari have given themselves yet another headache because what do they do do they do they swap the cars around now they swap the cars around. Well done. You lost the four seconds lead that you already had with Sebastian Vettel.
0: Have Ferrari got the car into a position that Mercedes have been in for the last few years, where they've built a car that can't follow, and could that have something no. to do with the problem that I think was having? That, I
1: think they've built themselves into a position where they've already given up on um, Sebastian Vettel and if sebastian vettel comes good it's now more problems for ferrari because they can't manage two drivers
3: yeah i'm not sure they've given up on sebastian vettel but they don't know how to cope with no. having two drivers that have the ability to win races mm-hmm. and the drive to win races and the complete opposite of raikkonenness of going well let me win this yeah and uh, I think that could be what wins Mercedes the championship next year. Yeah, yeah, probably. Vettel saying to
2: uh, Vettel and Leclerc, yeah, fighting. Vettel saying to Ferrari, well, tell him to catch me if he can. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, that's what you were saying on the radio. Um, He's got to get closer if he wants me to let him pass. I still think Bottas needs that
1: to pick up next year.
3: He yeah. does, yeah. But all of this goes back to Monza, doesn't it?
0: Yeah. That one is going to run till the end of the season between the pair of them, at least, mm. and if not into next year.
1: I, I don't think Vettel will be in Ferrari next year. There's no, there's no way he can risk staying in Ferrari. He can't do it, even if he sorts his head out and he's driving like Sebastian Vettel was in Red Bull, which I think this race pace, he was very close to that. Vettel has always been good at getting out, getting out in front, driving quicker than anybody else when he's in clear air. And building a gap, breaking DRS, and then controlling a race—that's mm. exactly what he was doing in Russia. And if he—if you take his—if you take his failure out of it, I think Sebastian Vettel could have won that race. That w- could have won the race. I still think the Mercedes probably would have done because of course saying tires. I don't think Leclerc had the pace to win it, even if he'd got to the first corner first. I think he could well be right. I'm not writing Leclerc oh. off. I, I also think his temperament needs to
0: change as well.
1: Yeah, it was a bit... Grosjean yeah. levels of complaining.
0: Ah, In that case, can I uh, can I quote a tweet that we got earlier? Yep. Uh, this one's from Jana. Do you think there's a way we can unsubscribe Charles from the Roman Grosjean school of whining? Maybe if we all put in 50 cents a month, we can send him to the Kimi Räikkönen school of shutting up and getting on with
1: it. No, no, I don't think you can unsubscribe him, for, uh, subscribe him because I think he's took over. I, th- I think he is now the whiniest driver on the grid
2: Dan what did you say pre-race he's he, Lewis Hamilton 2007 he's Lewis, Lewis Hamilton 2007
3: yeah mm. when mm. he was Hamilton was saying what a fantastic job the team did yeah yeah, yeah. while having a massive inter-garage battle
1: yeah you're right it's, it's it's very very similar isn't it yeah the the only difference is they've already lost the championship <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, the, the ultimate Hamilton comment from that year was um, the first time that he out-qualified Alonso and uh, came back on the radio with, see what I can do when you uh, give us the same chance. Wow. And I'm amazed that Ron Dennis didn't fire him on the spot. <laughs> well, Ron Dennis was already favouring him over... Well, he a did. Long, he, so. <laughs> that's I'm, why I'm going to go old school on this. He did grow him in a test tube. He did. we haven't used that line for a long no, time. No, we haven't. At least uh, a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I,
1: it's just interesting, and I'm I'm confused at what Ferrari do now because I still think like, I, I'm that Ferrari's really good, and Charles Leclerc has every race seems to be getting faster, and. He's, he proved me wrong because I was un—I was unsure, you know, at first when when he was starting to show pace. But
2: well, he was inconsistent, and he's starting to put yeah, that consistency yeah. together.
1: But I still, I still think he's not. The comparison between him and Vettel isn't fair to do right now. I mean, it's fair because of what what they're doing on track, but we can't compare the Sebastian Vettel in Ferrari that what was in Red Bull I think no. he's a different driver and if he gets himself if he can be the driver that he was in Red Bull I think he's probably still better than Leclerc
0: it just depends on whether he can be that driver again That's uh, what and I, I think
3: Leclerc may even help him become that driver again by having someone if, to actually Ferrari, fight against and get in the killer edge back
1: if Ferrari allow it because I, th- I, they, they do
0: seem all in on on Leclerc being the future of Ferrari. They wouldn't have signed him so young, or they wouldn't have brought him into the main team so young if they didn't.
1: And they wouldn't be favouring a four-time, uh, they wouldn't be favouring him over a four-time world champion when that four-time world champion is leading a race and four seconds quicker than the guy that you're trying to get ahead. I think, given
3: that Shaw qualified on pole. Yeah, and Vettel didn't. Mm-hmm. There's a reason that they said, "Yes, the toe's going to let Vettel past." Yeah. Then you swap again.
1: But yeah, that's fine. But there has to be a point when you're in that when you're in that garage, going, "Oh, but he can win this race, and Charles hasn't got the pace that he's got." You know, yeah. if, if we're but gonna if we're gonna say the, the no mistake... driver's bigger than the team, yeah, the... that's the that's making the drivers not bigger than the team. And the faster one to win the race. The mistake they made was not to say to Charles, "Look,
3: you're not catching him. We're not going to swap you back. We are going to have a word with him after the race and let him know how displeased we are. yeah, yeah, but Ferrari don't do
2: management because Ferrari,
1: yeah, yeah,
3: and they are going to need
0: to otherwise. They're going to implode because the th- the thing is, and this is the major difference between uh, Ferrari and Haas, Gunter Steiner. We'll talk about this later. Yeah, Charles yeah. Leclerc. We'll talk about this later. Yeah, the driver takes mm. takes yes. yeah, yeah
2: takes the seems to take control.
0: Yeah, yeah. That is the least Ferrari thing ever. Yeah. So, do you really
2: think they'll get into the briefing room though, and and like Leclerc will just be like, right, what was all that about? as I don't think he is I think he's far too timid I think
1: they'll get into the briefing room I don't and think he's timid I th- I think it's a facade
2: I think he get into the briefing room and I think it would just be like well right okay so what do we do now then Sebastian goes well I don't know yeah nothing I'm a full time world champion I'm happy yeah exactly. <laughs> no, nothing I was faster than you if you I, want. I yeah. think
1: I think Charles Claire is trying to mentally break Sebastian Vettel with, like, with the things that are saying I yeah uh, you know, yeah. Yeah, he's he doesn't want mind Vettel games. To
3: he, he might not be sitting there plotting how he can do this, but
1: yeah, yeah. I think
3: I think that's what's happening.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think it's having the opposite effect. Seems to be. I mean, that was a great race for you know up until up until the retirement. Uh that like I say I think I think that was Sebastian Vettel of old. I found myself I found myself supporting him. I found myself wanting him to win. I mean, not that much because obviously I had money on Hamilton. But if, it, <laughs> if Hamilton couldn't win, I wanted Leclerc to win because uh, I had a couple of quid on Bottas as well. But I think I'd still—I uh, sorry, uh, Vettel, I Vettel. Uh,
0: I think I'd still prefer Vettel to win. <laughs> So how did we do on our predictions from last week, then? Actually
2: I think I did okay. I think I got the right three drivers
0: in the wrong three positions. You did. You had a Bottas win, Leclerc second and Hamilton third. Which only gets me three points, doesn't it? It does. That's disappointing because I had the right drivers. Eclipsed Mm. by Dan, who had a Hamilton win, Leclerc second and Vettel third. uh, Four-pointer. Lee a Vettel win, Hamilton second, Leclerc third. Not good. Another four points. Um, I went for a Verstappen win, Vettel second, and Leclerc third. Three for me. Sean had a Hamilton win, Bottas second, and she was swearing at Leclerc for not crashing out because she had Verstappen in third and nearly got a nine-pointer, but didn't. Six, Six points. I'm taking a
1: moral point for my guess of the the uh, like the continuing rebirth
0: of Sebastian Vettel. Vettel. <laughs> <laughs> um zach henderson hamilton win vettel second leclerc third six pointer which on our league table now puts the guest predictors in the lead
2: fair enough well done guests
0: that is two six pointers from guests in uh, two races and
2: what that means is we're just awful and the guests are much better um, so one they one, should,
0: one offs are better than the regulars they regals.
2: should be doing this show we should just fuck <laughs> off
0: <laughs> we should have
3: quiet monday nights in yeah absolutely
0: How did things go on the listener predictions? We we
1: can't let them get too much power. It's a hive mind. It's like the prediction version of 4chan.
0: (laughs) Um, Did we have any 11-point winners of the actual Ronald Mollveld Virtual Cup this week? No. No, we didn't. Um, We had a few nine-pointers, actually. Uh, One, two, three, four. Five people got the right top three, but the uh, the wrong fastest lap and the wrong pole. Hmm. and i've just realized i need to do some work on the website so you can actually see it on the, see the predictions on a mobile without having to turn it sideways <laughs> <laughs> that's going to need something i'll get onto that during i'll get onto that before the next race uh right heroes and villains
1: Hmm. were the villains
2: yeah i think so yeah. mclaren were the heroes vettel was the hero Alban was the hero. Alban was the go- hero? I'm going for, for Alban. Bring back the fucking V12s. Metal. <laughs> no. yeah, yeah,
3: because when your engine's just blown up, what you want to do is go back to engines that blew up even more spectacularly. <laughs> well, we do miss the smoke.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah.
3: What? It, it wasn't smoke, it was luxurious clouds. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, you now get three three engines in a season. You used to get three blow-ups per car per weekend, yeah, and call that a success. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's, that's the thing. The engines are so fucking technologically advanced now that when they blow up, they don't lose smoke; they lose fucking bandwidth. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of what happened actually.
2: Yeah.
4: <laughs>
2: I'm sorry, Dave. Big clouds of zeros and ones coming power. out of it.
0: I'm losing power. I'm down to dial-up.
3: <laughs> i did see the flashing red light on the front of the car <laughs>
2: have you tried turning it off and on again
0: all i can say is just wait for the 2021 engine noise <laughs> nobody will be happy with that
1: yes, I'm, I'm missing up shifts, guys we're just checking your packet loss <laughs> Right.
4: We're, we're uh, sending you a
1: zip file. Download it and leave <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: What news have we got? We have what you have written down here. There was an
1: open door for an off and on again joke,
0: Ben. Chris, uh, Chris did it. <laughs> you missed it. Uh, DC is president of the BRDC.
2: Yes, he is.
0: Uh, who's he taken over from? Who was the last one?
2: I can't remember. Sorry, who was uh, it? Jason Plato, wasn't I it? I think it was actually, yeah. Ah, I might have been. Who's, sorry, David who's Coulthard is now oh, the he? president of the BRDC.
4: Well,
0: So he's the one that has to come out and make statements every time Silverstone's under threat for the next few years, even though they've got a contract. Which (laughs) means
2: that David Coulthard is in charge of Silverstone getting a contract that they've already got.
0: So So the next time they've done the hard work, and now he can just sit there and go, "No, I don't need to do anything.
4: At
1: at least with it being David Coulthard, that when he comes out to make a statement, there isn't like ninety-nine percent of the human race going, "Who's that?"
0: I know it's Jason Plato in the um in the touring cars this weekend. He um he was doing sort of pretty well and got a load of ballast in the car, but I was trying to work out yeah. if that was his Zimmer frame or not. <laughs> he he had- won, didn't he, for the
3: first time since twenty fourteen? Did he?
0: Believe I'm, so. I missed the. He miss has
2: the been doing touring cars since I was a child. Yes,
0: he's been doing touring cars since 1914. <laughs> he, he was doing touring cars when I started watching touring cars.
2: He yeah. was
1: doing touring cars when they were worth watching.
2: Yeah, he was. He was. When tour- John
1: Cleland was a racer.
2: <laughs> well, that was John Cleland. He was champion in what 95. I remember when watching Nigel it then.
1: Mansell was in it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I remember Nigel Mansell in his was Ford. deal! In his Ford Mondeo, yeah. I. I Saw him racing at Donington. Yeah, Yeah. but he put it in the gravel. He crashed, yes.
0: It was great. (laughs) Um, If Deb Coulthard is in charge of the BRDC, and therefore um, something high up in Silverstone, just get the bloody earthing sorted out on the doors to the press centre so I don't get another electric shock like that again if I ever go there.
2: I'm sure David's an avid listener. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure it's top
0: of his (laughs)
3: agenda. If you're complaining strongly, I'm sure he can take it on the chin.
4: Hey! Oh, that's the
2: best joke we've had all evening.
4: <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: <laughs> it's not been a great deal really of good ones to choose from. No.
4: Uh, what but that's next? still the best.
0: Oh, Ross Braun is saying 2021 may well happen in 2021.
2: <laughs> which was pretty much it's what I was saying like earlier. 19
1: an Nostradamus <laughs>
0: prediction. <laughs> Yeah, yeah uh, apparently the deadline's looking good.
2: Yeah, it is looking good. Everybody's ready to sign contracts. Counter-arguments are being spoken about, and discussions are actually happening between teams, which is rare in Formula 1. Usually it's just like, well, they don't agree with the with the rules I want to put forward, so therefore I'm not going to talk to them. So uh, what, what we've got is a deadline of the 31st of October... Yeah. ...where
3: people are saying, look, just get it done, and there's complex negotiations, and
2: one of the sides is saying, yep, yeah, it's all going to go fine. Yeah, which means it's nothing like Brexit.
4: No, absolutely not. <laughs> because the,
2: the Brexit does not have any complex negotiations currently going on, and no one is saying it's going to be fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Although Ferrari did come out last week and say it would be a shame for us to have to use our veto. Which sounds like a line from the Godfather.
2: Nice formula you got there. Be a shame if someone were to veto it.
0: <laughs>
1: oh. I can't help but think maybe this is going to end up being um excuse me team like shareholders that stop formula 1 teams being overly formula 1 teamy about it because like let, let, obviously the people that are directly involved with motorsport you know and like your your Toto Wolffs and your uh, Christian Horners they're solely focused on what what's the best deal for their team you know yeah. so they can win races but if you've got the likes of Ross Braun and the Formula One team uh, having shareholder meetings with people saying, look, we can bring more revenue in if we get more eyes on the sports, then your and shareholders if- are going to start shouting down at the team. Go, well, we want this yeah. because it's going to make more money.
2: Yeah. And you're going to do it. Because Yay, of
1: this- capitalism. It's yeah. going to fix Formula One.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Might actually. That went well before. <laughs> no,
1: no, but it makes sense, doesn't yeah,
0: it? Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, be, it's going to be interesting over the over the next sort of month to see how things play out towards the end of this deadline.
1: Yes, yeah, I think there'll be there's going to be some posturing somewhere. And there will be talk posture. of a breakaway series. Yeah, there should have been already, in it, shouldn't there? Let fucking Ferrari go and do it. Yeah, let Italy have its own IndyCar.
2: Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, Ferrari turn around and say, "Well, if you do that, really in Formula One." I think they should just do that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Formula, the- Formula Vito, mm-hmm. which again does sound like an Italian racing series, mm-hmm. doesn't it? Um, do you know what different? footwear, uh, what Formula Ones?
1: Oh, sorry, what racing series around the world don't have Ferrari in? Loads of them. Yeah, loads of successful series don't have Ferrari in, them. and NASCAR.
2: Every, yes. every single series in the world that doesn't have Ferrari in it, apart from Formula One and the Ferrari Challenge Cup. Yes, I think they're the only two, aren't Having
0: they? The, isn't the Ferraris in WBC Yeah, but they're not factory entries. they're private, the private, right. they're, they're privately sure.
2: privately owned. Well, privately owned. They they bought the cars in. Yeah, GTed them and sent them out.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, if that's if that's all they do, it's then. Ferrari,
2: the, and then the, what with the Challenge Cup, depending on whatever the model number of, of newest Ferrari
1: is. Mm. It's probably, like, it's Formula Formula One de- doesn't need Ferrari as much as Ferrari need Formula One. It's just clean facts. Like Ferrari are a fucking clothing manufacturer, not an air, not a car company. That's where the money comes from: is by getting people to buy things with Ferrari on it, not people sitting in Ferraris.
0: Although they're trying to attract the people to sit in Ferraris by selling the clothes to them,
1: yeah, no, but it's the, mm. it, but it's the people, it's the people that can't afford Ferraris that keep Ferrari afloat.
0: Yeah,
4: Yeah.
1: You know, so it's they, they sell a lifestyle. That's that's why, that's why they're that's there. Why, that's
0: why you don't see as many Fiat baseball caps. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Uh, so yeah I. if anyone has got a Fiat baseball cap send us a photo
1: well look at Renault wasn't it something, that's something like when Fernando Alonso won a world championship with Renault their car sales went up like 200% yeah. that won't happen if
4: Ferrari
1: win
0: <laughs> as they only sell something like 50 cars a year it could feasibly because <laughs> <laughs> if Ferrari won a world championship Vettel will buy all his family a Ferrari Yeah, spoiler Companies
1: that invite people to buy their cars aren't making their money from building those cars. (laughs) That's not a business model.
2: Yeah, as we've said it before, you can't, you have to pay for the Ferrari you're going to drive up front. Yeah. You have to pay for it all in one go. And then you have
1: have to be allowed to buy some of them.
2: Yeah, you have to to be allowed, but you're not allowed to buy this. Why not? You weren't you weren't here for the last lot. You have to buy the model down from this. Well,
1: which which one was it? Which yeah, you're not allowed to buy this one. Why? You were never in Pink Floyd. <laughs>
2: which Ferrari
1: was it that if you they, they only made a few of them, you bought it and they kept it at Maranello. for you could only it drive it around the circuit. The
2: FXX was it? I think it was. Yeah, yeah, you, it was. Um, you you could, paid. It,
0: you could drive. You could drive it up more than one circuit, but it was just for track days. Yeah,
2: you paid a million dollars for this car. And they kept it for and you. they kept it. You weren't allowed to take it home.
0: No. Cause it was, it I want a, it! Because <laughs> it was the one that uh, Schumacher turned up on Top Gear driving. Yes. Yeah, that was it. Crazy. Uh, what else do we have? We've not really mentioned Nick DeVries' title. Two, we we did a little bit we did, earlier. We did a yeah. little bit earlier, but. Um,
2: Congratulations, Nick DeVries. Yeah. Off you go to Formula E with your merch and for Mercedes. He looks good.
1: A bit like a hobbit.
2: No, good luck to Nick DeVries because, I mean, he's taken a couple of years in Formula 2 to get used to. He's not quite Palmer, is he, four seasons, but is it two or three?
0: I think I think this was his third. Mm. Right,
2: okay, so yeah. So well done, Nick DeVries. Toto
0: Wolf you're... has said that the uh he
1: he's not ruling out Stoffel or Nick DeVries coming from Formula E to Formula
0: One. Yeah. I mean you always you said as soon as um soon as Um, Stoffel got announced as being dumped by McLaren Toto signed him you said for some reason Toto's got a soft spot for Stoffel Van Dorn and you couldn't work out why well he
2: always he always said didn't he you know before Stoffel was put in a McLaren um, they didn't know if he was going to put Stoffel in the car alongside Alonso if it was going to be Jensen and Alonso for another year and Toto turned around and said well if McLaren can't find a seat for him I will
4: Mm.
0: yeah a different series mm-hmm. but it's still going to be a silverish car with Mercedes on so it's a bit yeah. of
2: black and silver yeah
1: <laughs> well you've
0: got to think that
1: Mercedes that they're going to a good place anything less than challenging for the championship from Formula 8 will be a failure for Mercedes i thought even with it being their first year I would imagine
0: so yeah I mean they've, but, had, they've had the year of practice with the Mercedes in everything but and, name
1: and the build up to it you know that there hasn't been to my recollection another Formula One team like Put themselves out there as and form joining Formula E as much as
0: Mercedes has. Yeah, I mean, Renault weren't really all that sort of bigging it up. And is it, it Renault? Is it Prost's team? Is it what you know? Yeah, it's, it's kind of it's Infinity. It says Renault on the car. It's E Dams. It's Dams Racing or oh, not? Yeah. Now and it's that's a cheese. Na- now, now it's Nissan. <laughs> Yeah, and now Prost has moved from being in the Formula E and garage now to signed standing in the Formula 1 garage.
2: Now he's yeah. signed Albin. No, wait, no, we haven't.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Who knows, we could see Nick DeVries driving a Toro Rosso next season. <laughs>
2: uh, well, maybe, but unlikely.
0: Um, that is probably about it for all the all the newsy stuff that we've got. There yep. will chances there will be more next week. Is we did shul- mention
2: about, we talked about McLaren we're Mercedes. We talked about the McLaren yeah.
0: Mercedes deal and we're not allowed to call it McMurk. No, because it's horrible <laughs> <laughs> and it makes me sad inside. <laughs> Even though they've been McHonda and McRenna. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but McLaren Mercedes
1: is just nice and they're going to win a world championship in their first year.
0: It's time for your medication. Oh.
1: Well,
4: it, if
0: up. Lee's right about
3: that one, then that will really be something. I'll have I will bet
1: on it now that I've said it. Do it.
0: Do you remember what was it? BAR that said they were gonna win their first race from pole with an engine that wasn't made by Supertech BAR said a lot of things.
2: Yeah, Adrian Raynard ladies and gentlemen, and
0: eventually
3: they became Honda, who became Braun, who then won a world championship,
1: <laughs> and just for some reason paid Jack Villeneuve all of the money in the world. I mean, it was,
4: it, was, it was kind of
0: sort of vaguely pressing because, I mean, 10 years later, in their new incarnation as Braun, they won their first race from pole with an engine that wasn't a super tech.
3: Yeah. Yes, yeah, they did, was right, yeah. Just 10 years ahead of his time.
4: Yeah. Mm.
0: Who sent in this week's shunt?
1: Uh, this week's shunt was sent in by Jason Jackson. A
0: name
3: which you were surprisingly good at pronouncing.
0: Yeah, that's why, that's why I picked it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jason. Thanks, Jason. Thanks, Jason, even though your name does sound like a NASCAR driver. Will we be Just thanking like Jason, Jason at the end of this total shunt? Let's it, find out. It depends if it's a NASCAR related
1: uh, If it
2: is, I haven't got it.
1: Go. Or the, like, the unloved Jackson brother, which couldn't sing, so nobody knew who Oh, he was. one of the Jackson seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was just a really good juggler. Um I was born, yay, in 1973. Okay. All right. Okay. So 46 this year. I'm probably not one of the Jackson 7. <laughs> <laughs> uh my first job in Formula 1 uh was a brand new te- with with a brand new team. My first
2: job in Formula 1 was with a brand new team. So if it's someone we're looking at somebody 15 years ago maybe
1: he's left the team there actually I don't know whether we want to tell you that or not but I will tell you the brand new team was BAR there you go (laughs) look at that
2: (laughs) synchronicity
0: aren't you a super tech
4: (laughs) engineer well
3: we know that the drivers for the brand new team were Button and Villeneuve weren't they no
0: was it not button no it was no was Zonta. Not until... zonta it, it was 99 it was the it was the year before button started yeah button
2: uh-huh. joined BAR a bit later
0: zonta
1: was a good name
0: good name driving skills tremendous yeah. crash at O'Ruse. yeah horrendous tremendous horrendous <laughs> <laughs> dead to take it flat by uh, by jack yeah after jack after jack had done, the same, had done same the same accident. thing yeah <laughs> And was also part of the best overtake in Formula 1 ever.
2: Just not anything to do with the actual pass. No. Just got lapped very quickly. <laughs> By yeah.
0: two cars at the same time. But that wouldn't have been anywhere
1: near as spectacular if he wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. um, I
0: think we've got another clue before the...
1: Previous team uh, associate, uh, previous team associations include Lauda and Peroni.
2: That's going back a long way. Um, Are we talking about a sponsor here?
0: I mean, everyone knows that sort of the main Louder sponsor was Parmalat until they went under. But they were going a long time before 1973.
2: Parmalat got... But you mean Louder went under or Parmalat? Because Parmalat's Palmolat still under. going now.
0: Yeah, but they um, but they ran out of money and then reformed because they, they stopped sponsoring Nicky Louder's hat. Okay. Uh, but he kept the same hat that he'd worn since... 1984, and he just put a new patch on the front with his new sponsors. But if, um, but if it was somebody that was born in 1973 and their first job in Formula 1 was with BAR, yep. it could be Zonta. Let's, let's... I'd, like to, I'd like a guess, please. Yeah, go Ricardo yeah. Zonta. Yeah. Ricardo Zonta.
1: I studied a PhD at the University of Leeds.
0: So we're probably looking at um, a engineer or an aerodynamicist. Or I don't know. Ricardo's might Mike
2: to University in Leeds.
1: Stop, stop cutting Zonta down. He might yeah. be really smart.
2: Might have a good brain.
1: Yeah, I had to do some right. Was wasn't driving.
3: Was Mike Gascoigne? B A R. Yeah,
1: he was. I like you. I like the fact you think that he might have a PhD.
4: I'm pretty he sure a PhD. <laughs> <laughs>
2: he almost certainly does.
0: Yeah, We'll call that. Um,
1: I'm still active in F1 to this day.
0: Yeah, he talks about it occasionally, doesn't he? Yeah. Not talking about it, it means you're active. Yeah.
1: Whilst wearing far too ah. many leather, many leather wristbands <laughs> and like
0: tribal necklaces.
2: How old Pete Windsor?
0: Older than, older than forty three.
2: Yeah, he's been in the F1 for a long time as well, hasn't he? Yeah. But did he join BAR when it was a newly formed team? Do you know what I mean? Like he may have worked with Lauda, but then did he? Although if you worked with that louder was what like
0: eighty six i think eighty six was his last season maybe, maybe he designed planes for louder air
2: eighty six and born in seventy three you were in thirteen
3: <laughs> maybe he was carrying trays of Peroni onto the louder
1: airplane <laughs> maybe number six, yes please I am more recognizable by my voice than my face.
0: Uh, Leeds is also a big media university. Uh, they've got a massive journalism department. Mark Knopfler from Dire Straits did his uh, did his journalism degree at Leeds Uni. Was he? Anything to do with BAR? He was, he was, he was a lead student. He was prop, he was propping one up. (laughs) I've had many drunken nights in the Leeds University. Lucky strike livery. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on, forty-six. We
2: got a split cigarette livery.
0: (laughs) Could be Crofty. Could
2: be Crofty. He's he's from around that neck of the woods, isn't he? Ish.
0: Um, no but he could have he is he not from Yorkshire not a Yorkshireman I didn't think he was a Yorkshireman but you don't have to live local to a university I like a guess but well, does Croft guess it Dr David Croft it could be a, it could be um, an honorary doctorate well he's got a PhD is that a doctorate
2: yeah is it okay Dr David Croft then
1: going to change this one slightly my nickname may be considered quite rude
0: seeing as most of twitter calls him fucking crofty every time he goes <laughs> <Pro> Lewis <Hamilton>. <laughs> <laughs> must admit Stephen, Sarah, that one is for you mate being,
1: being a crofty um, disciple for a while now i uh, i'm i'm getting a bit in the head with them.
0: sorry did you just call yourself a Hamilton fanboy next yeah. <laughs> how old's Theodore Slotover?
1: that's an unfortunate surname it could be about the
0: right age
2: we've done media and stuff
0: with Formula One teams before he became pit lane man in round about 199, when I think he well Louise Goodman was 97, Goodman 98, left. wasn't she? Mm. Yeah, maybe. Ah, you mm. might be onto, might be onto something, uh, something there. She uh, noticed she was presenting the uh, the touring cars this weekend. But what's
2: what's his dirty nickname?
0: No idea. Me neither. Hashtag Where's Ted? I what's, will what's...
1: preface. I said rude, not dirty. Doesn't matter. Yeah, right.
2: He gets called Lenny.
1: That's not rude or dirty. No. It's just a bad name. Yeah. I thought the other day, I, uh, I, I've decided that anyone that names their child Gary has already given up on them before they've even started. Um, <laughs> um, number seven. No, number eight. I have worked with more than one multiple world champion and five champions in total. Uh, Those clues are a bit too
2: vague. I know that's kind of the idea, but...
0: I think it's a pretty good one, that. So, multiple world champions in... In Formula One. In general commentary, punditry.
1: No, I'll help help out here, um, probably by getting rid of that. He has worked with them directly.
0: Ah. Oh. Still doesn't help great right, though. No, it
1: no. doesn't. Uh I am most well known for my two thousand and nine season.
2: Rubens. He was already in Formula 1.
0: I was say he was in Formula 1 a long time before... Uh...
2: Before he studied uni at Leeds. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's got the last clue as a spaffer, but it's it's not the spaffer, it's the 10th clue.
2: Worked with five world champions.
4: Mm.
2: Barrichello's teammates over the years.
1: Would you like your last clue? Yeah. Yeah. I'm currently the chief race engineer for AMG Mercedes F1 team.
2: Andrew Shovlin
0: Would be, wouldn't it?
2: I think so. Who else? James Vowles is also. Is he chief race engineer? I get confused because they've all got very similar titles. But most known for his 2009 season, he was Buttons Racing. En- buttons Race Engineer, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah.
1: Shove. Andrew Shovlin, I'm Andrew Shovlin. Hey, hey, well done, Chris. Shove being a rude thing to do to people. mean, yeah, well. the, the, the clue was, uh, my nickname would be would be a rude thing to do to somebody on track,
0: and I thought that was too obvious
1: because I knew the tenth clue. It that. would be a
0: rude thing to do to Alex Albin in the paddock. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I knew. Uh, I knew that the last clue. The the thing with this is, guys, if you uh, if you're going to send one of these in, I want ten clues, and the spaffers optional. But obviously, that last tenth clue was gonna give it away. So, how too do much you to give away? You can tweet me at a total shunt, uh, and you can send me a PM, and that'll be fine. You can do it on Instagram at a total shunt if you so choose.
0: And I still need another couple for the uh, reserve list. So, um, if anybody feels like um, doing what pa- Patrick Walter Thompson did an emailing one in, I'll pick that up at three legs wheels at gmail.com. Um, right, do a quick Formula Lee, because it was a one-week race. It was, and uh, let me uh, let me find it. I bloody lost it again. Hang on, it's in here somewhere. Uh, yeah, it was a lap of Sochi in the um, 2018 F2 Russian time car. Yeah, because it was it was all Russian and everything, and the times came out. Somewhere on my phone. I bloody lost them.
2: This is good podcasting on the fly, this.
0: This is getting edited out. Ah, oh, there it is. Bloody hell. I'm having, I'm having one of them nights. Edit. Yep. Uh, right. You needed to get a time of... Let me just find the right one. Oh, God.
2: Paul, what are you doing? I am
0: on fire tonight. Or at least I should be, should be set fire to. You needed a time of 148.118 to get into the top 20. And top 20 came out like this. 20th place was Ashley Woodhouse. 19th, uh, don't have your name, just your gamer tag, which is AFM72. James Paschel, uh was ugh, 18th. I can't get the words out tonight. Uh, 17th was Wellington Moreau. 16th was Adam Smith. 15th was Jimmy Hamilton. Wellington Moreau is a tremendous name. Sounds like a mystery novel writer.
1: Yes, it does. Absolutely. So it was something bordering on science fiction but not quite science fiction like science fantasy. The Case of thing.
0: the Deserted Spaceship by yeah, Wellington yeah. Moreau.
1: Or you know, like stories like Shutter Island. Yeah. He'd write things like that.
0: Or um what was it? 16mm. Yeah. Something
1: like that. If you uh, if you do write books, send me one of them and I'll pretend I read it.
0: <laughs> you got a grown-up to read it to
1: you or, or I'll search for I'll search for an audible
0: <laughs> where were we 15th place Jimmy Hameling. Uh 14th was Joe Marsh 13th Pete Ball um, 12th was Vitecher Camping uh, 11th Max Williams 10th Ian Walker 9th was Julian McMahon Hyde I can't be right I came 8th
2: well done, well, I've, done.
0: I've stopped I've stopped being shit <laughs> <laughs> um Seventh was Matthew Morrison. In- also,
1: I'd also point out that none of us none of us, do it either. Remember Williams? <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: Pastor Maldonado <laughs> won a race. <laughs> <laughs> um, in sixth place was Matthew Gooch, and thank you for sending me out to pronounce your name because it's not spelt like that. No, it isn't. Um, and top five, Kyle Armstrong in fifth. His name's Gooch. Gooch, Matthew Gooch, yeah. <laughs>
4: spelled G-double-O-G-H. Where does he come from? Australia, isn't he? I think he's Australian. Do they use the word gooch in
0: Australia? Uh, Yeah, usually along the terms of fucking Graham Gooch, bastarding English cricketer.
1: Well, well, just in case you don't, the gooch is the useless bit of skin between your bum hole and the bottom of your balls. Also
3: known as the smelly bridge.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Jacques.
1: (laughs) That was educational.
0: taught me a lesson <laughs> <laughs> uh, fourth place usual usual winner and uh, struggling this week Alessandro Popolani top three uh, Justin Smedley with a time of 146.148 <laughs> actual Smedley I think he might be related <laughs> uh, second place Chris Olby 145.788 and this week's winner with a time of 145.214 was Carl Toomey so well done to everybody including well done. me who got into the top 20 race for japan i'm just i'm just glossing over this one now it's time to go home race for japan uh let's do it in the wet in a racing point. Okay. two week challenge you've got until monday the 14th seven o'clock uk time um we're going now we'll see you next week <laughs> Say good night everybody. <laughs> good night everybody. Good night
4: <laughs> <Goodnight>, everybody. <laughs>